Oh, we love you, my and man. Recorded this time. Oh, no, <laughs> Gonna play a uh, just a, we're gonna start off with a, a fun game. All right, cool. uh, it's just it's really short, it'll take like 10 seconds. Let's go. There's only one. We're question. here, man. I like games. We can okay. play how, games how close time. do we need to uh be uh, in this microphone? Rel relatively close, like you're good, like that. Yeah, yeah, like okay. I'm good, like this. All right. Okay, R raise your hand if your name was not on the Epstein list this week. Oh, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> almost 100% sure. Game. <laughs> yeah. Both guests have raised their hand for people uh, not seeing this, so that means that Bill Clinton is not here. If you <laughs> haven't right. figured that out, no, right. I don't. But, yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, did. no, that's been uh, that's been like the big thing in my uh, that like just been like going on in, in my head is just like how like crazy it is to uh, also there it's there's two things and I and yeah, I won't because yeah. like, you know I know we're not here to talk about this today, but two things. That is weird. I am glad that because I really lost faith in our country in the sense that I really thought it would never come out because of how powerful these people are. Right. Right. But yeah, at yeah. the same time, I'm incredibly disappointed by how little like the average person cares. Right. That, like a whole leader of the free world. Right might be implicated in like abusing children as yeah. young as seven. Mm -hmm. So it's like, is this a win that like we got it out, but nobody gives a fuck? Here's right. the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal. For, totally, yeah. uh, for like, I don't know, four or five, six, seven years at this point, this has been like a conversation among certain groups of people. Like there's certain groups of people that really, really have dug deep, know about this. I mean, TJ is being one of them. Um, and I think the rest of the world, like, I, th I say give it five, six more years. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the government, with, with just in general. Who knows what's about to happen when this is an election year? Like, give it five, six more years. People are going to have yeah. to care. Yeah. People are going to have to. Like, right now they're turning a blind eye because it's comfortable and they don't want to think about stuff like that, you know. But that's... Yeah. We've talked about this a lot. Like, TJ yeah. just wrote a rap about this very... Yeah, well, you know, I think the the more this goes on, the more in general, like, everything's a half-truth. Like, we're living in the age of disinformation and mm -hmm. misinformation. And, you know, I just think, like, uh, I don't know. I think all of it's very humbling and, like, very, like, you know, is this really the list? Yeah. Is it, you know, is it, you know... If, if they're that powerful, why would they, you know, even release the real, the real list? You know, it looks mm -hmm. like if you, if you see it, I don't know if you've looked at it. I yeah. haven't done a, a ton of research on it, but like when I looked at it, it looks like one handwriting. Yeah. Like they just sat down they just, yeah. you know, wrote it all. And so like, I don't know, like when you get into like, like espionage in general, like, mm -hmm. you know, supposedly this guy was an espionage agent. Yep. For someone, for Mossad or yeah. CIA, who knows? You yeah. know what I mean. But when you get it, when when you're playing that game, mm -hmm. to think it's not all, be, it's always being played. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I've kind of like, you go so far the, down the rabbit hole, and then you start to kind of realize that like, everything's a half truth. Yeah. Right. And and information itself is warfare. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. So it's like, but then going back to what you're saying, like you know. 
do people even care? It's like, yeah, like that's the, it, that's, you know, I think we're living in such a desensitized time. They've desensitized us mm-hmm. so much through right. movies and social right. media mm-hmm. that, yeah, something happens. We care for three seconds and mm-hmm. then. Well, back also, to our lives, back yeah. to having life to pay bills. Right right, too. Yeah. Life is mm-hmm. extremely hard right now, so people don't have the capacity to care outside of their own situation. Like mm-hmm. money's totally. tight. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. gas is six dollars in Venice. Like, um, especially over here, I think that people are just hustling so hard and like yep. trying to feed their family that it's like I can't afford to even think about the rest of the yeah. world falling apart right now because my yeah, world's yeah. falling apart. Yep. Well, and that's why yeah. this like for like the the humbling aspect of like knowing the truth as society, I think is that unfortunately, like what can you do about it? And I think that on, on the other side, like power is like flexing, like, like what are you going to do about Mm -hmm. it? Right. You know? So like for, for us, it might be like a little test. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, what are they going to do with this information? Yeah. Social, you know, engineering and, and experimenting, but it's like, yeah, what are we going to do? Like, we have to focus on what we can control, which is our families and, and our community and, 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 you know, being better role models for future generations. Because, right. like, what else can we do? Right. That's, and I think that's what is, like, you know, what else we can, we can do uh, other than, you know, extremism and then being labeled as an extremist. And, right. and you know, it's, it's such a sophisticated uh, – yeah, we've we've never we've never been in these waters ever. Like I, there are so many things going on that we just have no. Yeah. We've never we've never been here. I yeah. think it's a you good know? thing. I think it's a good thing what's happening. Like, Definitely, as much yeah. as it feels like nobody cares, what it is telling people and like future leaders is that there's 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 no longer that like wool to hide behind. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I'm not. I, I don't get to do the shady stuff in the corner anymore. Like I'm going to eventually it's going to come out or, you know, I think that I think it's good in the sense of like it's creating a precedent of like, OK, I have to carry myself a, a certain way. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? If, if I'm going to be like a shady piece of shit, people are going to know about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whereas before 10, 15 years ago, it's like you could get away with literal murder and nobody right. knows. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like and it's like what Cat Williams was saying on the podcast. And, and it's been a theme of, you know, I, I, I think a lot of. For a long time, like even the age of Aquarius and the information age, it's like, you know, we are supposedly in the time where all secrets will be revealed. Right. And like, yeah, like the culture of, of, uh, of, you know, power hiding behind in the shadows is just being revealed across the board, right. yeah. you know? And I think like as much as people are, it's kind of like a spiritual awakening, like the whole world's going through a spiritual yeah. awakening. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to decide who you want to be, you know, it's like. It's not that black and white. I get it. But like, you have to decide like, what do I stand for? Cause mm-hmm. everyone's going to know like based on how I, how I live my life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 And I think, I think people, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, how, how could you really care so much when there's only so much you can do? But at the end of the day, it's, it's changing culture. I think to, yeah, like definitely. Right. It, it, it deteriorates trust even more in, <clears throat> authority and central power Mm -hmm. uh which is both a good thing and a bad thing you know i think we're just we're just living in this time now where (laughs) just kind of sucks it's crazy (laughs) i mean but it's good and bad you know it's like it's it's just it's it's humbling because yeah people don't want to think oh bill clinton would never do that yeah and then you find out he does you know yeah so yeah what does that do to the psyche i think like on a really deep level, it traumatizes people. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a whole other side of what's going on. That, like, why would they release those names? Why would they, you know, like, you know, maybe it's it's it is really checks and balances going on, and like, there's there's power in the people, which is 
f- fantastic if yeah. that's happening. You know, the other side of it is like, yeah, I think we we all were raised in a world where the truth is one thing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the truth is completely different. From, right. And and what does that do to the psyche? It kind of splits it. Yeah. Right. Which is like, yeah, mind control one on one. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's what they you know that's that's how they abuse. That's how they they get victims at a very young age to you know basically have split personality and and you know so I don't know man it's a big mind fuck that's yeah. what I think and I think as a society it's like important to like yeah what can we do love love the people next to us like Seriously. you know like inve- invest in our own community and our own families and uh, you know make art with a different narrative and and you know try and live a different life because right. pow- power is powerful yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's a, but what do you think? I mean, I. Okay. Well, one, um, I don't know about you know the the other people that were named, but as a president, I would say that if you're the uh, president of the United States, mm-hmm. um, you cannot deny that you didn't know something about someone because I don't think there's any other human being who has access to intel on the level that a president does, right. um, that especially if uh, amongst like, uh, you know, celebrities and other uh, wealthy people that there were rumors about this. Right. If there's like rumors like, you know, that like hundreds, at least hundreds of people know, there's no fucking way you don't have access to that intel. Right. As like, like, right. like whether that's like, like you're a president and you're like, hey, this is, here's someone I want to get close to. Uh, at the very least, vet them to make sure they're not like intelligence for another country right. or this or that. Let alone like have an island with like <laughs> like. Do you know like how many fucking people have to be involved to have like an island that is nicknamed yeah. Rape Island? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's so like, sick that I honestly like I have. It's hard for me to even look into. Like you know, yeah. it's it's like one of those things that's like how yeah how is this like you're saying how do they get away with this? Yeah. You know, and if that's what we know about, what are the other things that we don't know about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. How many other islands are there right. out there that, yeah. you know, right. this one is just taking the, the well, fall for? Close this door in case. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, too, like information, right? It's like we talk about it all the time. Information's warfare. Like at the end of the day, if we were like fighting a battle, like we always talk about this example, like. If we were, if we were gonna storm over the hill, and we were fighting our enemy, mm-hmm. and I and we thought the enemy had a million troops on the other side of that hill, we wouldn't do it, right? It would yeah. it would change our whole strategy. Meanwhile, they could just have five people over there, mm-hmm. but we think they had a million, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And I think like that's a like in the the art of war, but like that's the the number one thing is like information is the, the most important part of warfare. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like you're saying, like, you know, with this whole situation and just news in general, I think people uh, and and us, like all of us are just kind of awakening to understanding how stories run the world and media is like warfare. And yeah, because like, and PR and the way that they handle these situations. Right. Um, I don't know, like, wh- uh, uh, like what benefit... This is what benefit does a government have in telling its people the truth? You know, that's a that's a it's a great question, and I think I think I would like to believe that 
we have a, a country that has incredible checks and balances in the sense that the most pessimistic version of me yeah. right. assumes that everyone at the top of anything in government is a terrible fucking person. <laughs> right. But I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I also think that everybody, I think you climb and climb and climb, and at some point, maybe you're right under that top level, right. and you're faced with this decision like, okay, do you want to you know, go over that line? Or not, but I do think everybody who hasn't got there, I would like to think like eighty percent of them are re are really trying to do good work. Right, and that is yeah. and and that is I think what's so important. Like and and why like okay, the Epstein list comes out. Like again, like what does it do? It makes you yeah, it makes you bitter. It makes you not trust these people, and and that is what is going to destroy this. Right. That mm -hmm. perspective is what's mm -hmm. going to destroy this country. Yeah, more than anything. So it's like yeah. How do we keep our heads above water and yeah. still have faith yeah. in our democracy? It sucks, you know? though. You know, going off of what you just said, like, I, I feel that that is probably pretty valid. Like, I feel mm. like most people um, anywhere in positions of power that are not at the top top, mm. they're like generally good people. Trying to do and the right they thing, don't yeah. want to they don't want to ruin the world. Like, but I think that I think that they're they are limited. You know what I mean? Like the moves they make, they're not making them. They're yeah. like the puppet. They're the puppet, and the puppeteer is making the move. Yeah. You know, I know I say that on. And they may not just, even know it either. Like, it, exactly. Yeah, like, of it. They may not know it a or b. You know, they're trying their hardest, but at the end of the day, like corporate, whoever is at yeah. the tops, well, you know, I have to go with this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, and you know, and we can only speculate, right? You know, and I think like a big transition for us, mm -hmm. and again, the deeper you go down the rabbit hole, the more you start to realize, like. Wait, yeah, let's say all of this is true, right? What is it doing for the world, though, really? Like, yes, it's revealing the darkness, which needs to be done. But I think, I don't know, like I say in the past couple of years, we've yeah. had kind of a 180 in terms of like the responsibility of the artist is to bring hope mm -hmm. and, and unity. And, unity, yeah. and I think, and especially now, because there's so many uh, forces, mm -hmm. uh, good forces bringing that darkness to light, now it's like, okay, like, so all that darkness is going to come and people, yeah, what is going to happen? People are going to lose so much faith mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the yeah. establishment, mm -hmm. which is necessary for something more beautiful to happen. But yeah, like at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a big, and, and both of us, like, I'm a big believer in America. Yeah. Like, right. you know, I, th I think our founding fathers, you know, they didn't have it perfect, but they really, really had a lot of things right. Yeah. Um, and I think that we've really lost sight of that yeah. more than right. anything. So I'm ho I just hope that all this, like the Epstein log and, and just all the darkness that's being brought to light is just going to bring us back to those values of right. not trusting our government and not trusting authority the way that, mm -hmm. that we have. Mm -hmm. like, and, and then even like what you were saying about cor you know, corporate, like mm -hmm. it's like what you were saying, like you know, the president you know, should be the most powerful person in the world when it comes to intelligence. Right. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at the way money flows, like, you know, is he? You know, it's yeah. like, are there things that Boeing and, and you know, Lockheed Martin are doing and, and know that they don't tell the president? Mm -hmm. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And then it's also like the articles of incorporation. Like, if you want to really, like, maybe everyone has a great intention mm -hmm. and everyone wants to change the world and do right. great things. But the bottom line of all of these Entities that they're serving is profit. Yeah. Right. So it's like, how can you how can you change the world, or yeah, how can you change America, 
when there are so many, the real underlying interest is always how do we keep capitalism going yeah. and how right. do we make you know money for for our shareholders over right. here or, or our lobbyists that you know paid for this campaign yeah. so right you know actually i've been um reading this um book uh well the, the title is um 20th century america um i forget what's after that it's like a colon and something yeah but uh yeah it's about 20th century america and like key uh moments in in like every decade and um i will say i'm like it's awesome a quarter, thank you yeah it's yeah. it's i'm a court like i'm like all, like 40 percent uh through the book and already i will say that as an american um if you don't know because i did not before reading this this book um if you don't know early 20th century history, I would go as far as to say that like you might not even be American. Right. That yeah. is how crazy the shit that I read. Because yeah. to like give you an insight on the mentality, and I think this is why I think that America's entering a new phase. Because mm -hmm. yeah. this guy, uh, he was a senator at the time, I forget his name, but I, I won't forget the quote that he said. It was something like, um, like, God... Has God made America the uh, like the 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 absolute like rulers of the world and whatever it is that we want to do has already been like pre-approved mm. in God's like eye or whatever, and like that is like I think as like a young American you, we kind of have to like well it takes I guess a certain amount of self awareness to ask yourself like well why are we this like you know quote unquote number one country in the sense like maybe money and military and this and that. And there's like a certain, and this, I think this is what's missing from like Gen Z and millennials is that there's a certain, um, like we've heard the quote, like, like you almost have to be like, well, no, you kind of have to be delusional to be like wildly successful to yeah. like believe you'll mm -hmm. get there. And I think there's like a certain, unfortunately, the problem with seeing too much, especially when you're too young is that it's very hard to be delusional because you're at a young age, you're going to just be like way too realistic. And like, there's actually something to be said about like buying into like a little bit of propaganda is yeah. actually what leads to like amazing shit. Like if you mm -hmm. actually think America really is like the, like, you, like think about all the great shit that happens from someone right. who wakes up in the day, like wakes up in the morning. They're like, yo, America is this like, God-given country, my duties to like fucking serve it's it. It's gonna make a great country. Yes. Right. Yeah. So like, like when when your young generations just know too much, they've seen behind the curtains of every fucking right. industry. Right. I think we're entering. I think we're gonna enter a phase that could probably be called uh, uh, American guilt. Um, in the sense that, like, I think a bunch of young people who are hyper aware of, like, the things America does and has done to maintain her power. power over the country, I think there's a lot, like, I think older Americans, uh, in the Israel thing is a great example, right. because older Americans, um, especially older politicians, uh, don't want to just outright come out and say, look, we don't give a fuck about what's happening to Palestinian people Israel is our ally. This is how we have access to the Middle East. So like this is like the politics game that we play like fuck Palestinians. They don't they don't 
Right. They, they, in a way, part of me wishes they would just come out and say that because right. I think older generations really believe that like this is just the game and they're like really that desensitized to like death and shit. Right, right. While younger people, um, I think this upcoming generation is going to be willing to sacrifice like a global power to just to like do what is right. Cause like that, like that quoting that guy from before, I don't, this generation does not have that. No. Right. No. Like, nah. It's deep. Super you know deep. what I mean? So, so I think, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the certain, uh, uh, like all the mechanisms in place and like the mentalities that have kept us in this position, um, you know, the good and bad in terms of like, like what has made America uh, what it is today. Right. Whatever all that is, like I know for sure that like millennials, Gen Z, like we do not have that shit in us. Right. So, and that's probably gonna come at a price of like losing a significant right. amount of power around yeah. the globe. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so, a solid point. What do you think? Very, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that. It's it's, it's so. I think complex, that's a lot. You know? It's a yeah. it's a lot, and yeah, I appreciate your perspective a lot. I had I, it's it's a little bit of a mind fuck in the sense of like, you're right. Like, overexposing all of this stuff is actually kind of gonna be our potentially our downfall. Yeah. Because like yeah, you're right. America was founded on big ideals mm-hmm. and like. And propaganda. Yeah. On yeah. propaganda. Yeah, you know, even this, yeah. uh, um, uh, again from this book, uh, the, uh, from like the 19, early 1900s to around like the 1920s, like one of the more popular books that were like circulating high schools and colleges were books about, um, about like becoming successful. And in a lot of these books, like the philosophy was that if you're poor, mm-hmm. that it's your fault and that poverty is a sin. Mm. So if you that's how you have create a, lot, a great yeah, so like capitalistic yes, system. <laughs> like these guys, these guys called po- They said if you're poor, it's your fault, and that poverty is a sin. Yeah. Well, like I read something recently. <laughs> yeah. I read something recently that that self okay. self help yeah. books are like the biggest uh, capitalism propaganda. Yeah, that have ever absolutely. been created because yeah, absolutely. what does it do? It creates a a country and. and all of us fall victim. Oh, we need to hustle. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a failure if I'm yeah. not a billionaire. Yeah. What does that right. do? It stimulates a great <laughs> yeah. economy. And I think. You know? and I think the subtle thing about living in a in a democracy, what makes propaganda subtle, is that um, it reminds me of a quote from I think like uh, Murdoch, uh, the the dude who owns Fox. Mm. Um, yeah. He said something like, "We don't tell." our uh, TV hosts what to say, what you want to do is find people who actually believe that bullshit right, right, so that right. they actually sell it with their whole Ooh, heart. Yeah. And I think like the yeah. thing about mm. if you're going to try to, you know, if you're not like outright a communist country where like, you know, in China, you literally you're telling people what to do and what to think, right. what you can do is simply bring the opinions of those that you do want to push mm-hmm. to the light. Right. right. That's right, what. Right. That's how you do it on a subtle level. So right. these books early on, that's what the, there was like a, a, a planned effort to promote those books and push those books to like the front of the mm-hmm. bookstores 
and like push it to college campuses. Right. And notice how they're not they're not preventing other books they disagree with from being published. They're just not pushing those. Right. right. Yeah. So that's how so like 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 reading about like how like all the like like all the methods and shit that they got from 20th century in terms of like being able to control thoughts and certain messages is really interesting. And then seeing that, and I think that book. What's the name course, of the book? What's the name of the book? Again? It's uh, uh, it's like 20th century something. I'm I, I, I don't remember what <laughs> comes after that. Share with me. Yeah, no, I definitely will. But it it um. Of course, like it shows you how history repeats itself, mm -hmm. yeah. but then like it's also showing you the struggle that the powers that be are having now with containing information. Right. And you know, coming to now, if you look at the the movies and culture that uh, like gen uh, uh, the boomer generation and older generations consumed, um, it's so different than what we grew up on. Because I was just thinking, like right. while reading this book, I was like, man. Okay, in my lifetime, I've now seen uh, movies that expose um, the pharmaceutical industry, mm -hmm. all these whistleblower movies that have come out in my lifetime, right. all the content, the TV shows and movies that show American corruption yeah, that yeah. we grew up on. Right. It's so different. It's such a different view from what the older generations grew up on. Right. So now you've got all these, whether they're like 100% factual or loosely based, younger generations have definitely accepted that like, that the, the, the core of what they're watching is true in terms of like being willing to kill people to sell your drugs, uh, shutting up people in government that want to like report like the, the torture of, of people we shouldn't be torturing, shit right. like that. Right. So then like, I, I just, when when a generation is consuming content their whole lives that shows not how see and that's the crazy thing is like it's not just that we're seeing how america fucks over the world we grew up on shit that shows how america is fucking over americans right that's the worst part right so you realize like oh yeah. we're starting to realize it's bigger than race there's like it's it's wealthy and then there's poor well right, right. and know? that's and right. you know i think that uh the conversation is not it's not that americans fucked over americans as much as the powers that be have fucked over the people yeah. right like you know it's it's and i think that's the problem right like like division and divide like that's what they want they want it to be like Americans versus the rest of the world or black versus white mm -hmm. or Democrat versus Republican. And really, it's just a bunch of rich fucking people yeah. in a room smoking cigars laughing at us, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, like, I think that's where the conversation could take a turn in a good way where it's, like, yeah, the, the guilt, the American guilt. Like, we didn't do that, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, my grandfather didn't do that. Your grandfather didn't do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. There are other people over here that... Did that, yep. you know, and I think like it might, you know, like the 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 new American Revolution, um, from a cultural, it, it it is being sown right now, and I hope it goes in that way, and and I think it's really deeply said too, because like we always talk about like you know a lot of a lot of my like when I first started writing music and making music, a lot of it was inspired by. Uh, the rabbit hole and like like my dad was a, a 9-11 first responder he was a fireman oh. and and we you know he lost a lot of friends and 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 i'm going through that as a kid and then learning that oh man 9-11 wasn't really everything they told us 
really put me down the rabbit hole at a young age and I was researching so much and I felt like my responsibility as an artist was to bring these things to light. Mm. And then, like, again, like from a hump, like I felt like I was humbled in the past three or four years when, when COVID happened and then yeah. it was like, oh yeah, we were right, you know, mm-hmm. like every, like, you know, and that was- everyone's talking about it and like- Right, yeah, and, and then everything gets brought to light and then, you know, we, we've had so many moments where it's like, oh no, like, you know, like, that's great that that's happening, mm-hmm. but like you're saying, like, what is going to be the uh, consequence of a society now that is uh, consuming this propaganda? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've kind of shifted. I think it's pushing yeah. individualism so much. It's like we, right. we, we are not unified as people because we can't even trust ourselves. It's yeah. like the things that I grew up believing are not true, you know, for the most part. Yeah. And, it makes you question anything. It's like, what if I see something on the news? Am I gonna am I gonna believe it? What? How do I feel about it? It's like you 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 start questioning yourself, and therefore, like it's very hard to, it's very hard to have a united front with anybody when you you're, you don't even trust your own yeah. judgment and perception. Right, and like believing it, like like faith, right? Like and belief, right? Like mm-hmm. like even we were joking with with my sister uh, who just had a, a, a newborn about Santa Claus, right? Like should. Should our niece, you know, believe in Santa Claus? Yeah. Like, you know, is that good or, or bad for the psyche? Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> the conversation before you have a kid is like, oh, my kid's not sitting on Santa Claus's yeah. lap at the mall. And, and But then you're like, but there's a certain magic in that, right? right? There's a certain, fi- and, and that's the other thing too. Like, you know, I think it is going to bring people, it's a really good thing that's happened. Yeah. You know, I really like, because yes, you know, People are losing faith and everything, and but what's going to rise from those ashes, I believe, is going to be the America that the forefathers kind of always wanted, which was an America that b- believed in their community, invested in their community, mm-hmm. and was less centralized, was less, uh, you know, invested in centralized power, mm-hmm. and that was literally like everything that they were doing. Yeah. You know, they were like, "Yo, do not trust centralized power," right. and you know, there's. Like those same forces, those same families, whether, you know, whether they be the same, but the same forces are the same forces uh, that we're dealing with today. It's the same power structure. And I think, yeah, like over time, like it's not going to be America against the world. Like I think we are really going to see like the, the, the royals against the people, you know, and and that's what they're so scared of. More than anything, yeah. and but that's what they're yeah. doing. They're mm-hmm. testing us. They're poking us. You know, you put a dog in the corner. You right. can take two different types of dogs. One's gonna cower in fear for the rest of their life, and they're gonna expect you to like kick them over mm-hmm. and over and over and shake. And then the other one eventually is gonna be like, "Fuck this," and gonna bite the shit out of you, and yeah. you're never gonna kick that dog again. Yeah. So it's gonna separate us into two different factions, I believe. Like yeah. people that are like just used to the abuse and then people that are like okay i've taken this enough i'm, yeah. I'm sick of this shit yeah you know? and, I, and i think uh what you're saying is is so true because i um because i think a, a lot of people um when hearing something like this is like well why don't they i mean you know they have the, the military and, and this and that like well why don't they just like you know uh instead of like poking us and trying to like test us just like outright you know force us to do whatever mm. it is that they want to do mm-hmm. and um it's the the beauty of of America from a wealthy person's perspective is that you don't want to be a Russia or a China 
or any society where people are fool, where like the government is just so outright trying yeah, to control your yeah. lives. Mm-hmm. Right. The like what you want from their perspective uh, is a place where you actually feel free and feel like you have a chance, mm-hmm. but you don't. You don't. Right. That's yeah, what yeah. they actually reverse want. psychology. Yeah. yeah because yeah, and yeah. and why is because you don't. If you look at like these other countries, dictatorships, GDPs, and their economies, um, all the excess buying and shit that we do and this and that, like that comes from living in like a in like a place where you feel like you have free will. People right. people who live in yeah, like yeah, yeah. communist dictator uh, shit places, they're not like. They're not buying like excess shit because they're they're right. too aware of the system. Right. Uh-huh. So like like but like how do you create like such a like mega fucking like whale that America is? Is like you have people running around feeling like everything that they're doing is free will. So like they will never. Yeah. Meanwhile, ne- we're just yeah. in debt. Exactly. <laughs> just paying creditors over and over. Exactly. And over. So there's yeah. never gonna be this like outright like. Oh, you know, now like, you know, the the, the military's like knocking on everyone's door, forcing right. you to do this and that. Not nah, because like that's not that's yeah, 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 you it the beauty of it is like maintaining this like like okay, here's slavery. Yeah. Let's, you know, give them like one or two levels above that. Right. And right. have them feel <laughs> like they can reach our level. Right. Like that that's right. where you want people. No, it's so, so it's so deep mm-hmm. and it's you know, what you were saying about history, right? If you know your history, like, and if, like, especially early 19th century history, like, we talk about a lot. There's this amazing book, we might have talked about it last time, called called Propaganda. Mm-hmm. It's by Edward Bernays, who was Sigmund Freud's uncle, and he was supposedly, like, the father of PR and propaganda. And, like, the first, and, and he was hired by the U.S. government to sell World War One to the people, and, uh, like, one of the first chapters of his book is, like, America is ruled by invisible governments trying to sell ideas to people, you know? And, like, I think also what you were saying, like, the royal families of the early 1900s with the Russian Revolution and and a lot of things, they realized that oppressing people physically Mm. is not a good strategy because eventually they'll rebel violently and come... And 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 bayonet your your children while you're while you're sleeping. I mean that's you know that's what happened to a lot of royal families with the the communist revolution and stuff. So they started to invest in PR and 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 started to invest in in more sophisticated ways yeah. of maintaining power. Yeah. You know. So it's like if they were doing that in the twenties, and that's what we always <laughs> joke. Like you know if, if you're doing that, and, and granted, like you know maybe it was easier back then because information was more centralized. But I mean, imagine what they're doing now with data and even like, you know, what we were like. Nothing is an accident, accidental. Nothing is accidental. Everything we're told and shown is on purpose. It's a part of a strategy of some sort. I hate to sound like a completely bitter person. (laughs) Right. Well, well, that's the thing too. And it's like, this is just based on information that we've known. Like 2024, here's the list. Like, okay, (laughs) let's start our year off with that. Yeah. It's true. Like why? Right. And we always joke like as, as artists and people, I think like, Growing up in school and just like what mm-hmm. brought us together as 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 writers and artists is like asking why, yeah. like in in your own life and in other people's actions right. as well. It's like you grow, you know, in our public education. I mean, depends on where you where you grew up and where you went. But New York City public education, I felt like growing up was extremely totalitarian. Like yeah. was extremely like sounded like it. Yeah, like from trying, what you told me. No, totally. Like like yeah. I mean the terrible. 
and and the consensus was very like you can't ask why right. it's not allowed right. you know and I think like when you ask why uh, that's where the truth really is it's like you know it's not or or like yeah like they're telling us you know they're, they're releasing the the list it's like it's not it's not about what they're telling you it's like why they're telling you it you know yeah. what asking what they're why not does, telling you yeah. you know yeah. why it's important to ask why, why? is because whoever is delivering the message has to either know why and morally have this moment with themselves yeah, and decide the what they believe or they realize i don't know why shut up right. you know what i mean i don't know why i'm just as in the dark as you are but i have to pretend and put on this facade that i know more than what i'm putting on yeah. and i actually don't know why i'm even telling you this you know yeah. what i mean it's like why is the question why shut down it's one of two reasons like you either know the answer and it's morally not something that you should be proud of right yeah or you literally don't know yeah. you know you yeah. don't know the answer so yeah no it's it's why, really why did we have to learn certain things in school i don't why did we have why because so, and that's and that's and that's the most important question where, why where? because some somebody or something is attempting to program another group of people i mean yeah. that's that's just we should have been goes back to the bible laundry, goes back bro. to <laughs> yeah. who the hell is good at doing laundry yeah. nobody <laughs> or or building yes. a company or or filing your taxes i mean you know the anything, whole anything the whole public yeah. education anything system is, than... <laughs> is a direct i think reflection of the the social on a, on a larger scale the propaganda that has right. always kind of been going on like if you just look at how you know they they and, and cat williams said it yesterday it's like uh, what did he say about teachers? He's like, you, you know, we live in a country where they say children are the most important part of this country, but we don't pay our teachers. Yeah. And I then, miss and that then, part. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then what do you get? This is what you get. Bad yeah. teachers. You know? Yeah. You know? So I don't know. And, and then, yeah, going back. Like, Not you that know, they're all bad. Shout out to teachers. Teachers are cool. Yeah, I used to be well, a teacher. She used to be teacher. My mom, but my mom I'm not just anymore. retired from yeah. being a teacher. <laughs> Same. I used to teach as well. Not anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Music classes. Yeah. There you awesome. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, you know, and I think, again, how do you, like, Okay, how do we all play our part, right? Because I think it's it's about that. Not one of us is is going to change the world, but it's like what JFK used to talk about. Like you know, if everybody just does their part a little bit, it's the only way. Like yeah. control what you can control, you know. Right. And teaching, yeah, it, it is probably one of the most important things in the world right, right. now. Mm -hmm. And our systems, like you know, they they are indoctrinating people into certain curriculums. Like, you know, right. you can't really be a teacher anymore at, yeah. a, at a school without, you can't teach your curriculum. I mean, there's very, I mean, I'm sure there's places in this country that you can, which is great about this country still. But, you know, I think power has been so, right. Which we used to be, we joke, like, you think about it, five years ago, homeschooling used to be like, those I are the, weir those are the yeah, weird kids. Seriously. Now yeah. it's like, you know, those are the, you know, those are the, the kids that are, are not going to be indoctrinated. Yeah. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so it, it's like, I don't know, and I, I, and I think functioning at a way higher level at the course. age that they are than the kids in school. Of so. course, which used to be the complete opposite, uh -huh. less yeah. than a couple decades ago. Yeah. You know, and then I think yeah, like the again the good the good side of everything is that I think that there's like a lot. Everything's a half truth, even everything that we're saying. It's based on information that we've experienced and that we've Yo, did consumed. Did I catch that? Did you? No. Oh. Looking out <laughs> for me. All right. Whatever. Don't worry uh, about but, you know, I think what's, what's really, like, hopeful about everything is that people are becoming more aware of how the whole world is a stage. Yeah. And that content and stories and information is what actually runs shit, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And, and again, I think, like, our conversation as artists has changed a lot 
from Mercury and the Architects even to, to Pixie Punk and just like the change of direction has really been about like, how do we bring people together? Yeah. Like how do we bring both sides together? How do we create stories and content and, uh, you know, get people to think about right. why they're doing what they're doing and what is really important and what they can, you know, control and, and how do we, how do we inspire people in the right way mm-hmm. yeah. moving forward with content, right. you know? And I think like, like you were saying, like, you know, these movies that show the, front, like, the the perspective is correct. The execution and the intention is so important behind mm-hmm. art and because it's been so corporatized and because of, like, we watched this thing last night, uh, Fake Famous. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't think so. What, what, uh, who's in it? It's, it's, it's a documentary. You want to explain it? It's, well, it's terrifying, but <laughs> but it, it was pre-COVID, right? Okay. So things have changed since then, but um, it's just, documentary they did this whole uh what do you call it experiment they took three random people that had very small following on instagram and they were like let's just see if we can make them instagram famous so wait was this a hbo yes okay i saw like a little bit of it i know it's awesome yeah 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 it was really well done and, and very well done it was it was terrifying though about Really, like perception, perception, mm. perception, and, and the world's a stage. Perception, and like you, know? you take three average normal people, and granted, two of them ended up being like, "This doesn't feel like me. This is I feel ingenuine." So they dropped out. But the one girl that stayed, like she ended up getting two hundred fifty thousand followers. Just this random girl. She's getting brand deals. She's brand getting, deals, free they, stuff. Free, basically, they you know. bought a bunch of fake followers. They, mm-hmm. they, they're buying all the engagement, right? Bought and, likes, and bought they, comments. They have like, production teams coming in, taking photos of them, yeah. you know, drinking champagne in the pool and, and uh, living a life that... Pretending she's over here, but she's com- in a backyard. Right, yeah, like living yeah. a life that they're not living at all. Wow. And it was and an it amazing worked. social experiment in that way, yeah. <laughs> Bro, it worked. Right. And you know what's even more irritating, which, okay, this is probably, like I said, this pre-COVID, Instagram has tightened this up a bit, but they... After doing all of this ingenuine like stuff and buying followers and buying likes and buying comments, they ran her account through this like account, like software to thing. see like if it's fake or not. And, and it, she, you know it's all real, like, like it says, you know, because damn. and they're joking. They're wow. like, it's either the the bots are so good or the or the uh, software is a scam too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but this is how you know. And again, I think it's just really awakening, like the collective consciousness of understanding like we live this is the reality we live in like it's the wizard of oz it's just smoke and mirrors and like i think yeah like the rise of social media and like how powerful media in hollywood has become is just a reflect like it's just made people aware more and more the death of self-confidence yeah well that's that's a whole other yeah i mean i think that's the biggest american problem right now is that each person is walking around feeling lesser all the time yeah no matter what you do who you are yeah like if you really dug deep inside how 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 do you feel about yourself mm-hmm. you're going to connect that to you know you're going to connect that to your influence on the world why do you feel why do you feel the need to be influential today mm-hmm. oh because yeah. that's like everybody's doing that that is mm-hmm. the me- the benchmark of success right whereas you go 100 years ago you're lucky to eat food today like you yeah. know it's it's the it's whole really situation deep. has changed for what what makes life worthwhile. And mm-hmm. it's really sad because these kids nowadays, you know, you got seven-year-old on Instagram or on TikTok, that mentality, like, okay, that seven-year-old's eventually going to be a 37-year-old. Yep. 
How does that 37 year old feel about themselves? Like, yeah. yeah, it breaks my heart. Probably it not really good. Yeah. And, and, and not even being aware of it. It's a mental health crisis that we don't even like, we don't even recognize to the point of like, you don't realize we at literally everybody, everybody in some form or fashion is a little like depressed Yeah. because of this social media thing. Compa- right. Because yeah. it's hacked. It's just hacked our animal brains. Right. It's really like the, mo- I think Denzel, uh, said it or, or someone said like humans are meant to like live in tribes and right. like we all want the respect of our tribe yeah. right so like humans are meant to be in a community of like a hundred hundred people and like win their respect of the, the like we want the attention and respect right. of those hundred people now we want the attention and respect of eight billion people yeah. and you know, oh, go ahead. oh I was gonna say the other side of that is like most people's trauma in school starts with some kind of a bully right, right. Yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. one bully that just picks on me and you talk about it when you're, you know, you talk about it till you're dead. Like, I'll never forget in kindergarten, so and so, da da da. It's like, why are we still talking about that? Because it was extremely traumatizing yeah. to our, to who we are as a person. Like, so not only are we looking for the attention and the positive attention from all of these people in the entire world, we're also receiving and potentially putting ourselves to the negative attention that comes with that. So it's mm-hmm. like there's a bajillion bullies now, right. and you're yeah. and you're putting yourself in that. And that position. hurts you so yeah. much more than the the positive con- like Big the way time. It doesn't the matter way the brain you have works. You have a hundred nice <laughs> comments. You get one. You're like, all right. Yep. I hate myself. Yep. Because yeah. because for some reason it feels like they're telling the truth. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. Which is, I mean, uh, oh, and speaking of tribes, when you said that earlier, that yeah, reminded yeah. me of something because I uh, like just over the holiday, um, I. Uh, I watched the, that the documentary, The Social Dilemma, like a lot of oh, people watched. Yeah. Yeah. I watched and I was like, yep, we're fucked. I know, and, I uh, know. and then I watched uh, this documentary called A Chimp Empire. Uh, it's so on chimps. funny, man. Yeah, Why didn't the, they call it Chimpire? I know. That, I thought that the whole <laughs> fucking time. It's irritating. And then I was like, oh, okay. Because these guys are like, like I love that. They yeah, say that every time. Like, when you, when you like, look at the guys who, who did it, they're like very serious people. Yeah. So, so like, right, like right. hearing them talk about it on the podcast, like, oh, that's probably why. Right, but right. Um, <laughs> that, actually, that documented funny because I watched that like two days after The Social Dilemma. Yeah. And that actually was what made me feel... That actually hit me more than the social dilemma. Really, in, in terms of um, it's a d- that's a deep comparison. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like like it's like two extremes. Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy because uh, so like in the first episode, like ten minutes in, it's focused on this like six month old uh, chimp and talking about like what. Um, you know, where it's at and its growth and, like, what comes next for it and, like, what, like, mother chimps do to, like, get it, um, you know, uh, assimilated to, like, what's going on and everything. Right. And, um, like, in in watching it, like, they're like, yeah, so eventually it's going to learn how to, uh, you know, swing on branches by itself Mm. and climb trees by itself. And then, like, the, the mother will be, you know, basically done, you yeah. know, maybe, like, eventually getting to, if it's a, if it's a boy, uh, when he gets that age where he can, like, join the men and, like, go hunting, maybe, you know, there might be another, you know, stage of teaching or something, but right, that's right. about it. And watching it, um, even more so than The Social Dilemma, like, showed me how fucked we are. Yeah. Because mm. it shows us 
how far removed we are from like a right, simple right, life. Right. Like it was so right. because you read an article, you watch that shit and yeah. then read an article saying like, oh yeah, before college, raising a kid costs $325,000 and like all the shit you see like pregnant moms going to like fucking pregnant mom yoga classes. There's baby showers. There's all this like shit. Yeah. Bullshit. That like goes into yeah. like having and raising a kid. Right. Yeah. That like yeah. we've like made it's crazy, man. When you watch like 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 animal documentaries, it it's it because the the I I I think more so than the simplicity, I think because it was chimps and how they uh they have the same uh hierarchy system that we mm-hmm. have. So yeah, it hit it hit yeah. more than just seeing any, you know, any animal just right, doing right, yeah. their thing. Right. right. It was the fact that they have like alphas and they have uh 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 people who like challenge the alpha and they have right. people who like like they 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 do things for fun, chimps experience boredom, they experience mm-hmm. Uh, like 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 betrayal and right, and all right. types of human things right and to see and and I so I guess to see another animal that has the same like societal structure as us keep it so fucking simple yeah, right. yeah. is is uh yeah it was kind of depressing it's like yo look at how like complicated like like it's crazy it's I never stop to see like people seen in, like running in cars and being like yo like what the fuck are you doing like, <laughs> we talk like, about this like, all like? the time yeah. we literally talk about this all the time we're like damn there's really pe- so many people out here living lives like yeah. all the time living lives doing random crazy shit that we don't know anything about like yeah. It is. It's extremely complicated. It's so funny you mentioned Chimp Empire because I turned it on for literally like yeah, like last night or thirty or, seconds, yeah. and he was like, <laughs> "Why are you watching that?" Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'll turn it off." Yeah. Um, you watched it before too. I did. Yeah, like like you turned it on. That's why I was laughing because I thought you saw it all already. No. And I remember. Yeah, there was a. No. You don't remember? I did not. Because I remember watching it over your shoulder, and like they had like they were like protecting the perimeter, like yeah, they had a yes. whole. Yeah. They were so much more sophisticated than I would have uh, initially thought without, you know, seeing yeah, like literal it. border control. Like they're doing right, what yeah, we do, like, but just dang, like, did wow. I watch it before? Yeah, I yeah, it was not like, much, right? <laughs> I thought you did. Maybe you I didn't, don't know. Though. I watch a lot of animal documentaries because, yeah, it's deep. Have you seen, uh, we just saw, uh, leave, leave the world behind? Yeah, I saw that. You yeah, saw that. Saw okay, that. so, so it makes you really like what you're saying, right? It makes you think, like, would we be happier if it all just, you know. Went went to shit a little well, bit. The, we yeah, were happy. Like, we'd be healthier. Yeah, we right, would. Yeah, we would. Know, we think we wouldn't. But, healthier. Yeah. But we wouldn't. The, the a human born into it, not knowing what we had, would be mm. happier. Right. But, but we're we, not equipped. No. We know. Yeah. Right. Fucking, <laughs> 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 like, like, we're not ready. <laughs> yeah. Like if we do, if we went back to a world where like pe- like like. Damn. I mean, okay. Well, first of all, uh, it's it's so funny. Like if you like 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 what would cause problems? You know the the. What would be the first time now? And I'm thinking about like if uh, you know manufacturing at a high level went down, then yeah. like people, um, yes, people would be fighting over like the the drugs that are left, right? right. And yeah. like trying to create the like biggest stockpile of like, and not just like the fun drugs, yeah, but like yeah. fucking like like the wars that would happen over like right. the ibuprofen warehouse would be fucking oh, crazy. It's true, you know. Yeah. So, we are stacked on the ibuprofen <laughs> in our house. <laughs> we got some ibuprofen because yeah, we need it. Stacked, yeah. but no, it's it's so deep. Like society is so fragile. Yeah, yeah. and that I think. 
is what has been like the more information and the more things that happen and even what what happened with COVID. COVID was was terrible. So many people died, but it was so minimal compared to what could go wrong in the Bruh, world. Right? I want like, it to be a like zombie if, apocalypse like so bad. <laughs> I want sure, that. Why yeah. would you what do you mean you want that? You always say so that. Cool. I don't understand. Even just yeah. a simulation for four I kinda, days. I kinda would be sick. get it in the sense that like if there's gonna be something that like just absolutely puts the world on pause. Right. Might as well it, be like, that. Fucking well, terrible, look. you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, this doesn't you. even have anything to do with COVID. I just want that. I just yeah. want to see what I'm made of, you know? I want to yeah. be in like a truck hanging out and like I have to go get the gas. You're not alone in it. There's a, uh, there's <laughs> I don't a, want that, by the there's, way. There's a psychological, there's like this term um, that like, uh, I forget uh, if it was a psychologist or a philosopher, but like he yeah. had this theory that um, everyone wants to somehow see the world burn, but like survive yeah. it at the same time. Mm. Well, I think it yeah. has a lot to do with these unnatural yes. responsibilities. We're not yeah. being challenged correctly, my dude. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> right. are we We're not stressed meant, about? Totally. The stupidest shit. Yeah. In the We're world. not like, meant like our evolution, especially with the social dilemma. You see it in the social dilemma right. more than anything with social media. Like our evolution is not wired for the environment and the society we've created. No, no. Yeah. And I think that is is what, like that deep part of people that wants to see it all burn or that part of people that wants a zombie apocalypse so you could just, you could just breathe for a second yeah. about your credit card bill or breathe for yeah. a second about, oh man, yeah, that comment on social media and that brand I have to keep building. Well, you finally you know? remember what it is to be a human being. Right. And that, and the internet that, yeah. is not real. Say right. it to my face, dude. Right. You would yeah. never say that shit to my Seriously. face, the, the things that people are saying. Yeah. Totally. You know? and, if totally. You, and if you do, I mean, may the best man win. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. We need to come back to our human, like, what it means to be a human and like the internet is not human to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, no, I think life in the modern world is incredible for those with resources. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's been like a net win for like poor people. No. Like I think, I think it's just like, like rich people and powerful people are just like pushing the world in this the rich direction. Get right. yeah. yeah, and then like you just kind of have to survive it. Yeah. Like as, a, as someone without or, well, resources. And Meanwhile, while yeah. we're getting mocked about it day in and day <laughs> yeah. out, it's like oh, go on the internet and see this amazing, incredible life all these people are living, apparently. Right. And yeah. Well, it's... it's My very, credit cards uh, are maxed out or whatever. Yeah. Whatever right. the yeah. issue may be. Like. Mm-hmm. I think it's deep in the sense of like we joke about this though. It's like... As tough as it is, it's still probably the greatest time in the history yeah. of the world to be a human being. And then also we joke too, like That's our true. it really is. I mean, I you, did you want to be born as a poor person in sixteen hundred? No, you know, no, or eighteen hundred, no. or you know, even nineteen ten. No, thank you. No, you don't want to like yeah. like you know. I'm sure how your parents and grandparents grew up. My grandparents grew up, like my my grandparents. Or my great grandfather was in an apartment with like ten of his his brothers. They had no heat, and, you know. And yeah. you're like, right. today at least, if you're poor, you could get a credit card still, yeah. and you could you you still have cable television yeah. or whatever, right. you know. You know, it's it's yeah. funny you say the 1600s because uh, uh, again, going back to this fucking book, I don't Let's think go. people understood uh, in the 1910s, I believe. The It's either two or three out of five. They only did this to uh, uh, measure the data for Chicago, yeah. or at least that's what mentioned in the book. 
I think it was three out of five babies weren't making it past like a year old. Yeah. And I've this this is just a hundred years ago. Yeah. So you're talking right. about the same. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and when James, I, said, I mean, think about Jamestown. They were, they, they were eating each other. Yeah. Because they were so cold. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> literally. Terrible. Yeah. Literally terrible. So, so I guess I should say that like, you know, uh, it, I, so I'll take back me. Saying no, that no, it hasn't no. Been it's a net win. No, I hear in, you. In a lot of, in like the 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 in terms of like medicine and advancement, to, like to keep people alive for sure. I guess overall it has been, but I guess I, I should have specified that the lifestyle has not been a yeah. net win. That's right. where we've yeah. lost out because we're losing our social fabrics. We're right, like losing, totally. Yeah, so and totally. Human, yeah, again, human worth, like self worth, is so low. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, so low. It's like yeah. when you are fighting to eat when you are fighting hunger or you're fighting cold and you're fighting yeah. natural occurrences in, in the world it's like you're not questioning your worth yep. you're fighting you have a purpose. to live right. yeah. whereas now it's like you're not fighting to live you're fighting to not hate yourself yeah you know what I mean yep. you're fighting to you're For fighting purpose. to wake up Try, every yeah. day to feel not like a failure yeah. and that's where I see and, that, and that's why I think we're, we are going to transition back into like uh, like people are turning towards religion more again, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, even though everything's going crazy in the Middle East with religion, like there is still so much, okay, you lack purpose so much now mm -hmm. because like you're saying, I mean, you know, at least in the 1500s, 1600s or, or, you know, before technology has happened the way it is, at least you, yeah, you have that purpose, purpose of survival. Yes. And the same thing, like- You have self-worth. You right. have worth- Fighting for right, and your family and you know, your kids. And, I'm worth yeah. feeding myself. My kids are worth eating and feeling warm at night. Like yeah. that's worth it to me. Well, and it's still yeah. is, and that's and that's where I think America is so detached though yeah, from we're the not world. Being challenged like that. But I bet most of the world still is right. Like meaning most people are. We're we're extremely privileged. We, we get to make we get to make art and make a podcast yeah. and not. And, and yeah, worry about our bills, and uh, but not in the same way someone in Gaza or not in yeah. the same way someone in China has to worry, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why, like, our whole, like, that's why, like, these platforms are so important. Yeah. Like, and the intention behind them is so important, you know? And that's why, like, what we watched last night was so pretty depressing in the sense of, yeah. like, like, at the end of the documentary, you know, basically they, 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 they bring these people, one of them, they, they make kind of influential and famous and then... At the end, she's pretty depressed because it's during COVID and all these influencers that like, you know, she was aspiring to be, she's seeing them still post pictures by the pool and still post, you know, like, like she they're on a private jet still. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She and then, knows how it feels. And, and the game and like the reality is that if, if, and when we use these tools correctly, there will be a renaissance of ideas in the world mm -hmm. and it might take much longer than we think. You yeah. know, I think yeah. like we're kind of in this transitional period that we have these tools and we don't know what, what to do with them, you know, like the, the, like <laughs> not not to quote ourselves, one of whatever it's one of one of a, a song from a long time ago. But you know, it's like we have all of these amazing tools yeah. and these tools are using us. And eventually, like, because like yeah, like all these things, it's like the collective vibration of the planet. The more darkness is revealed, like yeah, it's gonna it's making us bitter. Where's the hope? Yeah. You know, and and I think it's it is like these conversations are so important. Right. Even though you know our platform isn't millions and millions of people, these like this is how we're gonna figure it out. It's like how this there needs to be solutions, mm -hmm. and they're gonna come from these conversations, and it's gonna come from like bringing hope to people again. Yeah. And like you know, I think it, it is 
it's up to creators in right. the world and storytellers uh, to 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 write new stories that, and and you know have conversations like this uh, that try and find the solution. Right. You know, which because people need hope. Mm-hmm. That's that's like like going back to like you know our society is extremely fragile. Our economy, capitalism is extremely fragile. We need. Democracy needs propaganda. Yeah. It needs propaganda, but it needs to be the right propaganda. Right. And I think right. like we're we gonna can't yeah. keep telling these kids, like, we can't keep pushing this bullshit agenda of like, oh, if this is what you grow up, if you have this many followers, if you get this much much attention, you are worth something. Yeah. It's like that's <sighs> what yeah. that's what Americans and especially young Americans need is they need to feel worthy of just being alive. Like, yeah. you know, without any reason behind it there was a a stat what was it breaks my heart um it it took uh the boomer generation uh something like 500 hours of uh work on average to pay their college tuition um and i'm not (laughs) sure if that's for one year or for all four yeah but it takes um uh a college-aged uh, individual now uh, 4,500 hours mm-hmm. to pay. So there's... um, The shit has to come to a end at some point. Yeah, it's just nature, Like, it's just right? not yeah. fucking sustainable. No, it's The not. math isn't, um, isn't mathing. Yeah, no. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. You know, it, it's... Uh, it's um, and I think the, 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 the most... Uh, you know, if 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 there was this like if the reward for like fucking people over and like just being super cutthroat, yeah, um, for money, if like the reward was that like you get to like go to like heaven or some shit, I would understand. I think right. like, it's, yeah. right. it's depressing to like know that yeah. this is for like another yacht. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, that, this is, yeah, and that's man. and that like, was the end of the 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 documentary we watched last night. Was mm-hmm. like. You know, the, these people aren't even influencers. They are billboards for brands. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really they're basically because most of them. I mean, there's so again, there's amazing influential people out there, but the ones that don't have a talent or don't have a thank you very much. Sorry. Uh, don't have you know they're just you know showing themselves being a consumer. Um, really, like that's the thing. It's like why is the propaganda the way that it is? I think it if you really kind of dig into it, you could see that. If the propaganda is what you're saying, which is not, hey, uh, focus on your family and live a great life and, and you know, love your life. Mm-hmm. If the propaganda is, hey, make more money. Hey, who is really, you know, are we a democracy or are we ruled by capitalism? And there are two separate things. And I think like our founding fathers did not foresee how big corporations were going to become. Like I... I and I don't know enough. I could be wrong. But yeah, I think corporations are and, – and corporate interests in general run the propaganda in this country mm-hmm. more so than our own, you know, uh, like government and, and like our ideals are not being pushed. Mm-hmm. The ideals of what stimulates an economy right. yeah. are being mm-hmm. pushed and what makes, you know, money for, for companies. And on, on, on top of that, I think what makes it so muddy and so hard to um – uh, I guess uh, uh, try to like see the source is that unlike uh, again how does a, a country become America it, it also means that you have to 
be really relaxed on who you take money from as well. Yeah. So right. like that that's yeah. all, like that's what makes it so tough is that like we we've got so many foreign investors in everything right. that like you don't even know what prop like you don't even know where the propaganda's coming from right. cuz to some degree I'm I'm sure that that a generation being raised on uh, tons of TV shows, movies and documentaries that expose the systems in America to some degree, that can't be a coincidence. Um, yeah, yeah, it could be a foreign yeah, invasion. Yeah, right? I mean, that's Dude. that's the other side of it. It's like, like you're saying. I mean, the America is way easily and easier to be infiltrated mm -hmm. than, let's say, China. Like, you know, for example, like it's harder for us to have our spies infiltrate a foreign government versus other governments infiltrate our system because yeah. we live in an open society right. most there's not many societies in the world that yeah. as are as open as us you can send your kids yeah. to school here you they, can, they you know? find like 20 they find like 20 chinese nationals at the border like every day right yeah, yeah. like yeah mm -hmm. like guys who are supposed to be coming in with like official government like privileges or whatever because they work for the government some guy they, they find like a bunch of them every day at the fucking border right, right. right. so which yeah. by the crazy stat uh um, it was like average, I think in 2023, 10 to like 13,000. This is just the number that they caught. So it could be yeah. more, whatever. Who knows like the percentage that we're catching. But um, in like two years of, on, on average, it only takes like two years worth of illegal immigrants to have like the entire population of uh of new york um i don't know if it was new york city or state mm. but it might actually be the whole state but it only takes two years because it's like every year it's like five four or five million illegal immigrants coming in um that's just the estimate no one really knows right. Right. but yeah, it's yeah. like if every it's like crazy. two years you're getting like at the very least like a new york city's worth right. of people <laughs> That like no one knows who they are, right. what they're doing, and, and shit. That's the thing. Like like because uh, I, I think a lot of people are like scared of like of that because they're in the sense that like like maybe because uh, uh, like it's like from certain countries. Maybe it's like a uh, a racial thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think the idea of like millions of people that you just don't know who they are or what they're doing from fucking anywhere right. to some degree is is uh, frightening. And the last thing I'll say about this, just to show like how like fucking backwards shit is in this country, is yeah. uh, in Florida, you've got a lot of people who want something done about the immigration uh, situation. Most like, and a lot of them are coming from a place where they're like they're just they're not liking the particular people that they're seeing invading the country. Right. But then from the same state, you've got business owners complaining, saying that it's been harder to make what they made in the past yeah. because by uh, uh, clamping down on immigration, they have to actually pay Americans for their work right. and they actually have to pay them fair wages. Right. So it's yeah. like half of you doesn't want these people here. It's right. so complex. But you want them so you can pay them like a dollar an hour because like think about right. what happens to a business. If you're paying people like maybe five to 10 times less than you have to Americans, 
And then like you know, Im- immig- uh, 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 they they you know hamper down on immigration, right? And then right. you got to pay Americans. You're li- you're literally gonna see like like construction companies and uh, 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 like service companies all over the country. Like their profits just get fucking cut and like. And they're gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, they're gonna, right. they're gonna, yeah. So they're it's crazy. Put their factory crazy. in Russia or China. It's or, crazy you know. that like there ha- there has to be this weird fine line of like. Clamp down on it, but not too much because we have this whole entire secret right. under, underground right. like network of people that really build this country. So it's like, what do you do about that? I don't, I don't. Any, any, any lack of accountability anywhere is like terrifying. Yeah. There should be accountability no matter what. And it's for both parties, you know, to protect the American citizen, but also to protect that human being right. that just decided yeah. to come in. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what you're running from. Not every, you know, it's not one size fits fits all. But if there is no accountability whatsoever, I don't know what the hell is going on. What happening to these yeah. poor people? Like, yeah. what the hell is happening to them? How are they being treated? Like, th- they disappear. Is anybody looking for them? Do yeah. they even know to look? Totally. Yeah, it's a good you point. Because I mean? shit like that really fuels uh, human trafficking, mm-hmm. all types of fucked up shit. Right. So it's such complicated, such complicated issues. And like, you know, I I think the. Po- politics, unfortunately, has just been pushed so the extreme on both ends right. of every issue. Well, not, like no one is looking for right, exactly, and it's you like know? you know every time like it's not it's like, like we who, know the answer. Uh, well, that's <laughs> the other thing too. It's like keep going. I'm gonna just check this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other thing too. It's like how what it, what is the solution? And I think that there's there's such complex issues, mm-hmm. and you know everybody thinks they have the solution. But it's not in the extremes. Like, you know, again, like what OC said, we can't really have the solution if we don't know the underlying, like, people who are benefiting. If we don't know the underlying situation, if we don't know the full truth, we can't really. There is no solution if you have an entire system of people who don't want you to solve this problem. Exactly. That's that's the thing. It's like, you know, we don't know. We don't know the solution. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know. We don't know the solution, and, and the people that are, you know, that we hope to know the solution, you know, don't have the solution. But how do you how do you figure out the solution? Right. And it is about yeah, being empathetic on both sides. Like or mm-hmm. like, there's so many issues that are so polarized right now because people don't want to actually solve the issue. Like right. you're saying, you know, like like things things like abortion, things like immigration, th- right. like these co- these topics are so complex. And so polarized right. and extreme on both sides, there has to be people trying to listen to both sides, and and I'm I'm well, sure they're out there. Terribly, you know, you have to have faith that, that because I think that's where are, senators and you know people. Well, I think there are those people. Yeah, I think there are those people. But again, if you have an entire system in place that you're not aware of, you're not being included in on, um, and people don't want you to know about yeah, it, yeah. then well. You can you can talk all day. You can actually come to a really awesome solution, but if it doesn't serve the hands that are already taking, then you're not going to get anywhere anyway. You know what yeah, I mean? So re- yeah. I think the benefit, I think how they benefit is they get us arguing at each other, so we're not looking at them being like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" Totally. And what's really going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you pocketing from these people? Are you what? Are you, how are you benefiting? And why are you not opening your mouth about this? And why, when you do open your mouth, there is no real solution coming out. It's yeah. just more division. Like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like it's well, not like so I have diff- any 
there's so many different like yeah exactly yeah there's just so many different interests in this country too that's the you know like like i i do think there is there is a naive and again who knows you know but there is a naive perspective in thinking that everything is so coordinated when there are like people there are probably so many different parties yeah all trying to influence in different ways you know whereas yeah like in a country like china or iran or like it's so it's so coordinated and centralized and like that's where i also f- like i i love america for that but i also fear for america in right. how easily divided we are and how if we did have a major conflict or something it's so much harder for us to coordinate and find solutions there's always a middle ground though there's right. always and that, a middle ground and that i think is is like yeah like again the the job of the art or like even why why even have this conversation when right. we don't even you know, we don't know enough. Right. But it's important because, like, the the consciousness, the collective consciousness, the only solution to, to all of these issues is trying to find common sense and middle ground. Right. And I think the political movement of the future is the middle and the spiritual movement of the future right. is the middle ground. Well, it's ground. the smart you know? move. It's the yeah. smart move. It's the logical move. Like, let's be logical, people. Yin, yang, light, dark. There's not, I mean, you're not going to be able to eradicate everything that you don't believe in right I'm sorry right i'm sorry like get over it like right. there's gonna be where yeah. there is this person there will be a completely polar opposite version of them and yeah. there's nothing we can do about that but we can come to a like you right said, we could pull it a, a little middle bit closer. ground yeah. of of agreed upon standards that everybody everybody is not getting hurt like both sides are being served now both sides Compr- may also be compromise. sacrificing. <laughs> it's, it's a marriage, man. Like right. <laughs> we need marriage counseling. America needs marriage counseling. That's deep, and it's it's it, it's totally true. And I and I I think that there's so much uh, money to be made yeah. and and power to be well, that's uh, the issue. grabbed yeah. in keeping it like this, exactly. right? That and is the issue. yeah, and so. that's the like uh, they were talking about last night. I think on the podcast we were watching that you know like. The, the founding fathers didn't really perceive that this country would only have two parties. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they always thought there would be an independent party there would and, and they would be just as powerful as the other two. So, like, right. you know, the, the fact that we live in this polarized uh, system right now is not a coincidence. Right. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a way to control people. Right. You know? I, used, I used to think it was like cool. Uh, something about Trump that was. Uh, cool was like this certain uh, uh, level of like I, I guess like uh, authenticity in the sense that like you know he just didn't give a fuck about like right. you know being like a proper statesman spokesperson or whatever and uh, now I've done like a total 180 in that like like uh, even if it is bullshit that like I, I will take like the uh, rehearsed statesman like Obama uh, over like the I'll just the say rap. whatever I want. I yeah, agree. Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. At first, I thought I was like, oh man, there's something cool about that authenticity. But then when you see like yeah, yeah. other sides of it in that like like right now like uh, congressmen and congresswomen like on Twitter and shit like subtweeting each other like dunking on each other like meme pages <laughs> and shit. I was like, you know what? Not this. Actually, I want you guys to be robots again. Right, I right, was like, fuck right. all that. Like, like no. it's actually way more depressing to know who you actually are uh-huh. than like, like, like pretend 
that you have like more dignity than the average person. Like yeah. at least fucking pretend. Like I, I used to think it was so cool to, for them to be like their real selves and shit. Right. But now, like now, like, it's like a giant petty party. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a well, one-up. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's celebrityism. It's 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 media. Like yeah, Trump. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the thing. I think you know, like the whole Trump movement is there's there's so much around it in the sense of it's I think it's an awake it's awakened a populist spirit in this country yeah. but he yeah the way he's gone about it the way that the rhetoric it's so dangerous yeah. and I think it's also like it's just the irresponsibility again of of, of words mm -hmm. And, you know, as much as it's, Attention yeah. Attention right. Like the guy behavior. was, right, the guy yeah. was an actor on The Apprentice. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, so, like, at the end of the day, he's an entertainer. Yeah. And all of these people at the end of the day, most of them are, are entertainers. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what, what we're, yeah. right, yeah. that's I mean, what like, we're being awakened to more than anything, let's too. Let's not pretend you know? we're talking about politics. Yeah. yeah. We're just, we're just having a big ego war. Right? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, who's the funniest? Who's the Who, right, who right. has the best comeback? Yeah, because it's supposed to be, uh, uh, like, passionate, you know, debates and disagreements over, like, ideas and policy. Right, right. But now it really is, like, a I don't like your kind uh -huh. kind of vibe. Right. Um, and, uh, like... It's attacked. Which isn't... Yeah. Which, which yeah. is, again, like... I don't know. I always... This is, like kind of dark but like they shot JFK in the face in front of his wife. Yeah. Right? Like yep. they being, you know, the powers that be at, at the time. Who the fuck knows? Yep. But if they didn't want if Trump was really a threat, like they would shoot him in the face. Probably. You know, like yeah. like and I get it, they're trying to slander him in the press, blah, 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 but like they shot JFK in the face in front of his wife. Yeah. Would they could have poisoned him? They could have they could have who knows? They could have shot a laser beam in his in his brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. But they shot him in the face in front of his wife to send a message to everybody yeah. that says, yo, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. We're that powerful, you know? And I just, I don't know. My my thing with Trump and even people like Elon Musk, like, you know, I... You, you leaned in so much closer. Elon Musk. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, I think, again, because of everything that is the information you're exposed to, like, there's a lot of seeds of doubt in are these people actually genuinely... You know, standing by their beliefs, and or or do they serve a, a, a an interest and an agenda that we're just you know not seeing? Because yeah. the best businessman plays both sides. Like right. at the end of the day, like to not control the opposition. Mm -hmm. Like if you're that powerful and you're not thinking about how do I c control the opposition? Yeah, you're not going to be that powerful much longer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Both both bases are at least like in the extremes of both bases. Like I, I think they're. They're both so close, but yet so far. Because I think, right. I mean, yeah. uh, commenting on like the right first. Yeah. I think they're, no one disagrees with the phrase, make America great again, in the sense that like, right. oh yeah, dude, like make the country great. That'd be fucking awesome. Like right. who disagrees with that? Good no for right. you, good for you. Right. <laughs> but like when, when for some people that might mean like, okay, uh, like, less minorities right, and right. like I give a fuck about what you do with your body and like if you have your kid or not like unfortunately with the with the right there's still like a good chunk of bull ideological bullshit that they're like hanging on to totally um that like is is what you know will turn off a lot of people on the left 
And then with the left, I think it's slightly more complicated because this... Um, I, actually, I think that everyone's understanding of power... Uh, like the easiest way to understand power in this country is if you've ever been like on like a like a committee in high school or something like if you've ever been like on a homecoming committee or prom committee and you're like yo like who's gonna be responsible for like the decor and this or that right. and like if you've ever been on that and you were like you maybe you had some of that power you're like yeah man like you know my friend katie's really into that so like i'm gonna make katie this like you right. if you've ever yeah. had like a little bit of right. power you right. see how easy it is for it to, for you to like corrupt yourself ultimate Big power right? corrupt yeah or absolute what is yeah. it yeah right. i don't know it's like yeah. absolute power Some corrupts like absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah but then like you know imagine that on a on a bigger scale and i remember in college yeah. uh uh being like a part of uh like uh black student union and um, also, uh, well, of course, going to music school, like seventy yeah. percent of people are at the very least bi. So, right. like the like the <laughs> like um, the LGBT group was also big. And I remember um, hearing people that like were going to those meetings, and then like my own experience at a, a, a the Black Student Union meetings, and how the one common thing was that like no one liked the leaders of that group. Mm. And mm. I remember because I was like. Man, you know, every person, well, not, not uh, almost every person that was in charge of the uh, BSU at my school, these were like all the people that like black people who were in a group would be like, yo, we don't really like him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like the fact that like that, that uh, 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 the LGBT group was saying the same thing about their leaders yeah. was, I thought I, that was a learning moment for me. And I think what the left has to understand is that who and like all these like these marginalized groups and things that you're fighting for you you cannot just so easily trust the people who make themselves the faces right. of all these movements right. totally because they in many ways are like similar to like a like old school politician in ways that like you don't even fucking understand so right. i think like the left right now the problem the left has right now is there's like a lot of bad actors yeah. in the left. Infiltrating. Yeah, yeah, seriously, that like are using like uh, marginalized ideas, yeah. pain and this and that to just like advance their own shit. Because right. like, I'm, I guarantee you, like go to like all these marginalized groups, go to like their meetings and shit. No one likes the leader. Right. Like fucking right. nobody. So I think that that was like, like. That's deep. Yeah, well, yeah with, the, with the left, man, there's a, there's a, um. Cause uh, uh, if you're like a, I, th I think a real, if you're like really a liberal, you right. can like recognize the ways in which like the shit has gotten a little bit fucking delusional. Right. Totally. So like no, no side is like great right now. No, that no. and that's and like, that's why it's these humiliating. Yeah. yeah, yes, it's humiliating and it's sad that like if you really are, if you really believe in in either side, you're just being abused. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. You should be pissed off. Yeah, you should right. be fucking mad yeah. at these people. And that's what, you know, again, why this conversation is so important mm. is because we need to give a voice to the people in the middle. Like, the, the reality <laughs> yeah. is that, Real. really, so and, and people are so scared to, like, say that yeah. because of how far they've pushed these extremes, right. right? And the reality is that, like, we always joke, like, we're old school liberals. Like, that's, like, if I was to identify with anything, it's like, I'm anti-establishment to some degree. Mm -hmm. like, And I think that where the left and the right really goes wrong is like, and what's going on I think with, with the left movement today is that 
uh, like they've aligned themselves with corporate interests in, in like, I agree with equality, everything going, I, I just don't, once you're on the side of the corporate agenda, something's wrong, yeah. you know, and, and any li- real liberal will understand, like, you know, the liberal movement started, you know, against that. Yeah. Right. And corporations have seen this opportunity yeah. right. that, oh, we can kind of hijack this yeah. and, you know, basically yeah. engineer a society yeah. through it, yeah. you know? So I think it's like... There's a reason why it's so polarized. There really is. It's like yeah. logic is not playing a role here. The logic would be, middle man, let's, yeah. stop, let's stop screaming about it. It's yeah. okay. You're okay. You're okay. We're protecting your freedom over here. We're going to protect your whatever over there. Right, right. right. Yeah. But so, no, uh, that's not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. The answer yeah. is let's keep polarizing our society. Yeah. I feel like the, the biggest difference <laughs> between like... Biden and Trump at this point is that like Biden's not much. Biden's cool with Lin Manuel Miranda, you know. Right. Like, that's, like, that's like you know, and then like if it was Trump, it'd be Kid Rock. Like that. That's like basically right, right. like they use culture to trick you into thinking that they're like on your Relatable, side. Yeah. Right, but like, right, there's right. a money side. There's yeah. Only one okay. Money right. Side, and that's and that's you know? like and culture is the problem. We're not in that club at all. Yeah. Right. For real. We are not in the club. For real. Right. And that's yeah. I think you know it's. I heard someone talking about this. I forget who, but they were saying that, yeah, like, you know, like corporations and, and, and the money interests of the world have aligned themselves more with the left and have, have kind of said, hey, you know, you like, we're going to f- give you a platform for, for equal rights and for this, but, but leave the monopolies alone mm-hmm. and leave, you know, leave these things alone. And, uh, you know, and again, the right is no different. They're aligned with big business too. So I just think that, you know, and, and people will say, oh, like, you know, the, like, what do you know? But it's really like, it's not about they, I don't know who they are, but big business and money. Yeah. Th- that's just how power yeah. works, you know? So it's like at the end of the day, it really is the people yeah. versus these entities yep. that people are, are serving. The They're not, expense. right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's you know, always been like that. Feeling isolated, no matter what you do, yeah. feeling unaccepted, no matter what you do. Totally. It's, it's funny that, um, cause there are certain like, artists and bands and shit that are, are so close to getting it because like yeah. uh, for example yeah. like uh I, and i love i love green day i love green day i was just listening i to grew the up on shit. green day yeah man. i was just totally. listening to the new song that they dropped uh like i guess sometime this maybe even today it may have dropped today oh really um and uh, it's fucking great love yeah. green day but I think they like replaced one of their words in American Idiot. Like they just commented on like basically saying like we don't like Trump. Right. And right. Um, the reason why I say they're so close is because uh, you're it, you're you're to be good at like recognizing what's wrong with like one side, but to not recognize it in the other. Right. That's why you're it's so close. Right. That's why that is <laughs> like, how you they've hijacked punk rock. Yeah. Right. And like you know even with the 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 rebrand of Pixie Punk, like like that has kind of been. You guys deserve to have that word in the title of your band. That and and Pixie and punk, that's man. the ethos that I think you know um, we just want to pay pay tribute and bring awareness to the fact that, you know, punk rock is not a genre. Like it's, it's a, it's a voice Mm -hmm. for, for the people, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that, yeah, even that has been hijacked Mm -hmm. in this country. Rage Against the Machine, all of these bands, they serve corporate interests. Let's get into that too, because I know, um, 
because uh, I actually love that. Like, I love that the word punk is in you guys's like name because it's very fucking true. Like, you guys are Dark. punk in like the actual, because punk turned uh, went unfortunately went from a statement to an aesthetic. Yeah. Exactly right. It's crazy. It got it, it got did. corporatized. Yeah. It became yeah. like anyone culture get, dug like, its claws into it. Yeah. hair and just be like, I'm punk now or <laughs> right. some shit. But like, right. still have like the fucking like McDonald's logo tattooed on their forehead, basically. Yeah. Right. But right, like, right. like the like. So I know that. I, okay. So obviously, you guys were formerly Mercury and the Architects. There were three of you instead of two. And uh, let me see how much of this story I remember yeah let's hear it Ozzy. met in costa rica Ooh. Yeah, yeah. uh and i know that you were coming out of a not so great marriage or just a relationship marriage right yes mm-hmm. and so like you were in this stage where like you just knew you didn't know exactly what was coming next but you knew that like you know like we're entering like a new phase in your life right and um I know you were coming from uh, New York, and remind me if I'm, because I don't know if you were necessarily, I, don't, I can't remember if you were necessarily going through something at the time, but I know that, basically I know that you guys both found each other yeah. in this space where you were kind of looking for the same thing. Yeah. And Completely. that like just really yeah. wanted to be like creatives that can like, yeah. that can like create and like really be dedicated to it. Big time. Um, how yeah. much of that do I, am I like? butchering or no pretty good i forgot okay. i forgot we had gotten that deep yeah yeah you know? yeah no because i remember that that we really resonated um with we me. had such a great talk yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. you wow. were you were um you were coming from this background of being uh, uh of being an athlete and right. then ultimately yeah. like deciding that like yo this music thing is is fucking real yeah and you wanted to take it to the next level and um it's so cool, like seeing y'all here today as this like duo. Because I remember, I remember one of the last things I heard. Um, I was talking to you, TJ, like before yeah. um, you guys ultimately uh, became Pixie Punk. I just remember you saying like, "Okay, like we're we're actually going back to the drawing board. We're gonna figure out like what we are and what what this is." And uh, when you hit me up. Um, and of course, like I was following you guys' posts and seeing what yeah. you were doing, but like when when you hit me up and you wanted to come back on, man, it, it just it made me so because the amount of the amount of people I've known personally and that I've just seen in general, people who go back to that drawing board and never come back out right. yeah. as something, whether it just completely dissolves, they don't become something. Unfortunately, it outnumbers by a large uh, margin. You know, uh, people like yourselves who are actually able to come out, yeah, and create yeah. something. So the fact that like the two of y'all are sitting here now is fucking like, it makes it just makes me happy because especially yeah, seeing brother. you guys perform live and being like, oh, like y'all are actually worth a damn. <laughs> so like, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't like fucking, um, you know, like like it doesn't just like end there. Right. But I, I'm just curious to to know, um, you know, because we we, uh, I mean, shit the. Now that we're just talking about like what it means to be punk and everything, we'll get into that. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just curious to know what has happened between then and now, and like what it what was like the ultimate thing that you came to a conclusion? Maybe that like it's like all right, this is what we are, mm. and this is how we're doing this now. Mm. Such a good question, and I really appreciate yeah. you saying all that because yeah, thank you, brother. Yeah, to yeah. speak to the 
to the ones that don't come back from the drawing board, damn, like, it's so hard to come back yeah. in a lot of it's ways. Been the hard, it's probably been the hardest two yeah. years of it's, it's extremely such identity yeah. crisis. Identity crisis. In that way, yeah, you know? Um, and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of bravery that you don't necessarily have. You're just kind of like walking out on a limb and, and hoping that you don't fall to the ground. Like that's kind of how it feels when you when you we did have something so established and we had something at least at least face value established and like we were there, we were doing it. But to answer your question, like there was this underlying tone the entire time of like inauthenticity. There you go, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There was an underlying like unsureness. Trying to take a square and fit it into a circle, mm-hmm. you know, a little yeah. bit. Um, there was an elephant in the room and, and yeah. we were aware of it, but we just didn't know what it was. And Can I ask like, um, do you, th- maybe this wasn't, maybe it's something more specific because I, I feel like I've seen a lot of artists um, try to, uh, they lose themselves by trying to play whatever they think this like LA music yeah. industry game is. Is it was it something like that, or was it something like more specific? No, for you guys? I think so. So from like a deep like, okay, so Mercury and the Architects was something I started in New York, uh, long, time. I, long time ago when I was like yeah. eighteen, um, and it was mainly me and my sister and. Uh, And it just evolved so much. So then I met Linz and we had a band and and I had all these songs I wrote. And then uh, it it wasn't coming to fruition. And I I met these mentors and these producers I wanted to work with. And uh, you moved to I moved to Los Angeles to just grow more. Um, And then I met Lindsay in Costa Rica and we started writing all these songs together. And it was just magic. And, And then it was also like, oh, my God, like, let's bring back Mercury and the Architects and let's do that. And I think what we were just learning was that this was something new. Mm-hmm. Like our, our, us coming together was something new. And I was carrying all the ghosts and, and, and trying to just make everything I did and that we built with Mercury and the Architects. Yeah, we were abiding by an over. old structure. Hmm. And we were, we were, I think, limiting ourselves by yeah. the old structure rather than seeing where this thing could go and what it could turn into. Like, Which was so hard. And yeah. I think like that's, I think it was kind of just like, letting go of the past mm. to create something new with this person. Um, and also, yeah, be more authentic mm-hmm. and not try and be something that we're not. Like in the sense of, you know, we want it to be about the music. Right. We really want it to be about the music and the lyrics. And again, everything, I'm so proud of everything we did with Mercury and the Architects and it was amazing. But just like... Uh, who's Mercury and and there's so much artwork and 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 it, again it was amazing and it was an amazing art project but we want to do this for the next thirty years forty right. years it wasn't sustainable it wasn't that's, yeah that's, that's it was hitting at. a point where yeah. it was it was just so complicated and and then my my sister Chelsea had a, had a baby and she'll always be a part of Pixie Punk you know she she she's played you know several shows with us and and she'll always be a part of what we're doing but it's just like we're in the room every day. And we're doing this thing and, and it just started to snowball into like, this is really what it is. And like, we want to be able to come on OC show and, and you know, yeah. be TJ and Lindsay and tell this amazing story yeah. um, more authentically. Mm-hmm. And hey, we're not hiding, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think like that has been the biggest thing and just right. kind of like, because like, 
a lot of it too has been like this journey for us is about the truth mm-hmm. and getting closer to like our highest potential mm. and like what we can offer uh to the world and i right. think um again mercury and the architects was amazing and then we, we could kind of just we were going to partner with this executive and and all of these perspectives were brought to our eyes that like oh wow yeah like this is the next step for us. Mm-hmm. We want to we want to give people the best that we could possibly right. give them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that we were just like a little limited in the container that we were trying to put ourselves in. Right. Like we were really pushing the NFT thing, mm-hmm. um, which again is fantastic. But you know, you just learn. Like uh, Pixie Punk has just been like, like oh wow, we have an opportunity. Yeah, like it's scary. And right. like yeah, we're gonna change our name. People are gonna think oh, uh, but it's like. This whole journey is about not giving a fuck what people right. think. Right. And whereas uh, before we gave too much of a fuck, and it was so, I think for me being like, I'm not new anymore, yeah. but being like a new member of something that I felt was mine. I, you know, I'd been creating with you for a year in Los Angeles, and then it turned into, oh, we're this is we're just gonna escort this right back to Mercury and Architects, like it was confusing in the sense of like, what was our mission as a group? And it, it wasn't purposefully egotistical, but it, I think it was just founded on, on, on like an aesthetic, not like how I'm not describing this well at all. And I hope I'm not saying this wrong for no, me, no. like Mercury and Architects was this incredible art project but I didn't understand it. You know what I mean? I didn't understand it. And, and I wanted being such like a, like a, we want to connect with a, people. Yeah. You know, I think that was, I yeah, was such was a like, big part of Mercury Architects, yeah. but I couldn't speak on its behalf because I didn't quite exactly know what my, what I was supposed to say. Does it make sense? Yeah. Like I didn't know how I was supposed to represent myself, the, the project itself, which was difficult considering like, you know, I'm writing the music with him, and it, yeah. it just didn't. It, it, it we were felt, just trying to cr- fit yeah. this this new thing that that we found together uh, into an old into container. Into an old yeah. container, and I think you know, it, it just hit a point where it was like, yes, we can keep going at this rate, but you know, um, it, it was it was it was limited in our ability, yeah, as a as a as a duo to right. share our story and to build something new. And you and know? the reality and, is, like, the music is not a name. And we right. talk about this yeah, all the time. Yeah, the music's yeah. not a name. It's like you know. Um, you go to a party, a song's playing in the background from like the 60s, 70s. You're singing the words. Do you know who wrote it? Do you know who sang it? I mean, most of the time I can't tell you what the band is, but I can sing every lyric. Yeah. That's what we're going for. Because like at the end of the day, let's be real, we're dying. <laughs> we're dying every Seriously. single day. I don't know when the last day I'll have on this earth is. But um, So I think Pixie Punk became like a, let's just, who gives a fuck about us? Who gives a fuck about us? To be to be really honest, like let's stop giving so much of a fuck about us and let's start caring about the music. The music, like and, yeah, things. Are, I think yeah, it's like even okay, <laughs> you know how how do we? The real goal is to affect as many people as possible in yeah. the world with this music. So you know, I think the executive we met with, like he did open our eyes to like my own ego and like me wanting things to be a certain way and da da and. It's so important. Like we've stood by our vision, and we we right. stand. We stood by our message, but it did open my eyes to like, yeah. Like, is the name really important? Like, you know, in the sense of if the name is getting in the way from 
from people remembering it or, you know, there's whatever. Or there's it's confusing the message or it's confusing the perspective of what it is that actually is. Like, if we're having to play pretend, I mean, I didn't sign up to be an actress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a songwriter. I need to be able to talk about those songs. You need to be able to talk about those songs. We didn't sign up to act. You know what I mean? Like, I so if there's, if there's a level of, of acting or if there's a level of unsureness, then we weren't, we weren't being fully authentic. Yeah, and, totally. And then, and then the um, name too, and then, it, you know, it's deep. So like, yeah, the real, the real goal is like, how do we, you know, bring this music to as many people as possible in the most authentic way yeah. possible and just kind of like looking at ourselves in the mirror, um, which was really hard, which is really hard it because, you know, very like, hard, yeah. and, but it made me understand how attached I was yeah. to something mm-hmm. that, uh, was really ego at the end of the day. Like yeah. you want things and, and I don't know, like it's just it's been such a humbling. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard like you, you start you, something and yeah. you want to, you want to see it through. Yeah. Exactly. As you started it. Uh-huh. And my claws were just like, so in to that name and, and exactly how we were doing it that I think it was just, yeah, it was, it was taking away. Now I'm, I'm thinking so much about how to make that work yeah. and how to make the idea of, who is Mercury and who is the architects and, 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 you know, versus we write amazing songs from our hearts and our souls and we've come together to do this thing. And that's really and what we're gonna continue it's doing about it, more than know? anything. We'll be doing it 40 years from now. That's, totally. That's the underlying. Yeah. Totally. You know, so, so cool about this is, um, okay, I think the, uh, memory card is cooked. We, I mean, we got so much, but, um, video. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, I think what's so, cool about this uh is that you guys i think um figured out something that not everyone does or i guess notice something that not everyone does which is that uh what it's supposed to be can like ruin what it could be mm. right um, yeah. it's like a metaphor for yeah. life yeah, and yeah, that, seriously. that's why it's been yeah. so humbling i think because like in terms of like what we were dealing with and just like, I've just always been someone I've, it's brought a lot of perspective to how I hold on to the past and mm. like how us as people, yeah. we don't even know we're doing it so much. But like you said, like we're so, our claws are so in the, in the past that we're not able to see mm-hmm. what it could be. And, yeah. and, what, and, and a lot of things just opened our eyes to that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, is this really everything it could be? Yeah. You know, and is the mute, like really it started with the music because we were doing everything on our own. Mm-hmm. So we were producing everything, writing everything. And it was really just brought to our attention. Like, are we serving the music to the highest capacity that we can? Because that's really what brought us together more than anything when we started writing. Like we really cared about serving the lyrics, serving the music, right. making the best thing that we can make for the world and, yeah. and for ourselves. Um, and I think that's where it really all started. And I yeah. think it is such a meta, like why it was so humbling, because it's such a metaphor for just growing as a human being in terms of really looking yourself in the mirror, being proud of everything that you've done. Absolutely. Right. But really, you know, being able to look at yourself and 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 see the parts of, uh, yourself that are holding you back mm-hmm. and, you know, letting go of, of those habits or, or, or that identity yep. that is, like you said, holding you back from the next phase of your life and the next phase of, of and I think that's what's so profound about it is that like the real artist's journey is a reflection of that, yeah. right. you know? And I think that it did like, it was such a mirror to what needed to happen 
in our personal lives as well was mm-hmm. to just understand, hey, we're, we're growing and so is the project. Mm-hmm. And like it hit this point where it was like, yeah, we have an opportunity to, to, to keep going like this forever or can we keep growing and, and yeah, can we step into this new phase right. of our life, um, which really uh, we have. And to come out on the other side of that, like, like I tell you, is such an ego identity death for me and for us that has been probably the hardest thing ever. And I, I also has been the best thing that we've ever done. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Wow. You know, so, and it, it, it sounds completely worth it. Yeah. You know, now totally. That we're on the other side, talk about it, right. Like, on the other side of, of something that sounds so like trivial right. and, and, you know, but it's like, uh, it was a big letting go of your identity mm-hmm. to yeah. create something yeah. more authentic right. and, uh, just more grown. And it's a brave new step. And there's a lot of, anytime someone decides to do something dramatically different, like, you know, people have opinions about it. People are judging. People are, you, 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 even if they're not judging, you're assuming they're judging or you're assuming that they're questioning and you question yourself. And it's like, now that we're further and further away from, now that we've made strides as Pixie Punk and now that we're really going for it, it's like, God, I feel like I can breathe. And like, it's just, easier now yeah. everything's easier totally it's just like you know th- like it's it's the whole idea of like you know god opening closing certain doors and, and new doors opening and like mm-hmm. yeah i think you know as as people we get so like just caught up in uh yeah like you know the the past we just mm-hmm. get so caught up and and like i was just trying to drag so much stuff you know with us moving forward that it just feels so good to be fresh right. and to, to, Open, to new ideas, new and, no and limits, like, right. And like, yeah. yeah, even, yeah, just, just, and then, and then you, from a business standpoint, you get into like the algorithms and everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, with Mercury and the Architects, those accounts have been around since 2015, all different music was released, a lot of all hands different, on it. A lot yeah, a lot, different people. lot of different marketing, yeah. you know, so, so it's been like this, mm-hmm. whereas now it's just an opportunity and, and, I think it's a, it's a biblical quote as well. It's like, you know, you want to put n- new wine into a new decanter, mm. right? Like yeah. if you put new wine into into an old decanter, it's 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 going to spoil mm-hmm. essentially, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that was like just a, 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 a really humbling, it's been very, very humbling because the universe has just taken us here. Yeah. Like God has just mm-hmm. been like, nope, this is, this is the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been the best thing that we've, We've done. Yeah. And uh, that's, it's exciting. That's, that's, that is why I replaced my dishes when I moved. <laughs> no, it's true. When I was packing them up, I was like, this doesn't feel right. I'm, I'm done with these. Old ass, crusty plates found yeah. I don't know why. Right, right. Yeah. No, it's true. That's cool. It's true. I love that. Yeah. Old energy got to go, you know? Yeah. yeah. It does. And, and like, you know, it, it really... It's it, it depends, too. Like, you know, I don't know. I've just been, like, one of the first songs... One of the first uh, like albums I ever wrote on my own before we even met was was this song called "The Ghost That Haunts My Castle," and I've just mm. always been someone that has wow. felt like like things haunt me, mm. 
and and everything that we do carries with me and I just Meanwhile, I've, they're not haunting you. You're like haunting myself. You have like a right. chain around right. these ghost throats and you're dragging them with you. Totally. And I think them. just growing like <laughs> as a artist and person has made me realize like has made me really aware of, yeah. of how we cling to the past, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's so har- much harder to let go because there's that comfort and that, yeah. you know, like in that mm-hmm. familiarity and then right. there's also like a stubbornness in me personally where like if I start something it needs to finish like I need to see it through and I, and yeah. at, at my own expense right like or you, you you're with the OCD. wrong you're with the yeah. wrong person for for too long because because of that type of pride you yeah, know and absolutely. I think I think that's the word I think I think it's pride and this project has always just been like being an artist in general does go back to sports a little bit in the sense of like being the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, are you really fulfilling your potential, you know, all the way? And that, and that's just, you know, been our ethos in general. Mm. What's that? The, the one quote, it's uh, the, the doors of hell are locked from on the inside. Mm. That like, like we're the ones keeping ourselves inside of that. Like that, that concept is so like, yeah totally yeah. totally and also like and then we can talk about this <laughs> what forever. are you about to say no well i'm just saying like you know and then it was also like a moment too like what we were saying before like what does the world need you know and i always and like what what is the truth that i need to hear and like what is the truth that you know as a, as an artist like god needs to bring into the world like mm. you know i i think that with mercury and the architects like its purpose was like fulfilled like like we released certain music during COVID and, and we inspired people in a certain way where we were talking a lot about the darkness and bringing yeah. that darkness uh, to light before a lot of other people were like in, in 2015, that was like what inspired Mercury and the Architects was to bring a lot of this to the collective consciousness. And then I think, yeah, after COVID and everything that happened, like, you know, what, what does the world need now more than anything? Hope. Mm-hmm. And it and it and it needs love, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that uh, this story of you know this man and female coming together as best friends uh, to and 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 putting their egos aside a little bit to do this thing that's bigger than them. I think that is like uh, the story and and the the vibration that we mm-hmm. that that. We need to bring it to the world, right. you know, more, that's more a, than That's anything. an interesting vibe, too, in that, like, I think people are more, are used to either, like, especially in music, are, are used to either, like, um, like, uh, obviously Fleetwood Mac, where I think Stevie Nicks, I, I forget the dude she was uh, dating in the band or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, brought Lindsay, together. right? Yeah, and Buckingham, then, yeah. Or, like, the more, like, um, Billie Eilish and, like, mm. Phineas, like, the brother-sister duo, I don't think like a lot of people are used to seeing that like best friend energy um, uh, or dynamic yeah. in like the the band, which is so that's so unique because I'm sure uh, most people probably look at you two and just assume like, oh, well, obviously like love brought these people together, right. like romantic right. love right. Um, is like why you do this whole thing. I guess not. Damn, knowing- if it if that was the only. Thing that brought us together, this would have been done already. Yeah, yeah. In terms you know of I mean? like, like the core of it, uh, of that being like, like the, like leaning into that as mm-hmm. just like, oh, like we're like this, like, uh, 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 like these lovebirds that like just do everything together. And so like, but you guys do like this good job of like, 
somehow being like this great duo, but it feels like two individuals that really wanted to do something that like came together. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like you guys like exist like solely as an entity. I and that's love the that only, you said yeah, that. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. the only way that it works in relationships as well in life. Like I think like Lindsay is an unbelievable solo artist, right? Like I consider myself a very confident and a great writer myself. What we make together is just even more exciting. And yeah. I think like it's like, you know, in 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 marriage and in, in collaboration in general, yeah, it needs to be two individuals or mm -hmm. or you know, there needs to be multiple individuals that come together for something bigger. And I think like again, like Pixie Punk like on its it like the name of of the band has a couple different interpretations mm -hmm. and like, you know, it's it's this pop with this punk message, right? Yeah. Like this universal punk music a little, but it's also like I call her Pixie, she calls me punk. Like that's kind of like how, you know, our our dynamic has always been. Uh so I don't know. I think like again, you know, in a in a world where no one's getting married, no one's staying together, no one everyone is like me 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 me, right. you know, we've just we've wanted we want to do something bigger than us that shows people um that gives people hope. Right. That's that's what it's really about, you know. I think um And and the only sorry to cut you off. I no. was going to say the only way that the only way and the only reason why this works is because of the the level of respect that we have for each other mm. as those individuals. Mm. You know, when when we first met, it was like no. I was meeting a, a different version of myself that lived a completely different life and I was so curious, you know, but I was so I didn't feel threatened by this person. I didn't feel like I needed to prove myself to this person. I was truly like out of respect. I thought, you know, I'm listening to his demos from when he's 12, 13 years old. And I'm like, this guy's a genius. I think he's a genius, you know? And I have this level of respect for him and he has the same, same level girl. of respect for me. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I think, I mean, I just think that most people, relationships, partnerships, why do they dissolve? Why do they split up because of ego. Right. And you know, if you go into it already thinking, let me let me establish myself as the alpha here. That thing's not gonna, if if it's a 2, it will always end up a 1. You know what I mean? Mm. If it's a 3, it's going to end up a 2, end up a 1. Like there's always going to be some kind of a divide, but if you come in, into it as two people who just like we didn't have a plan. We were just like, let's just write music together. It was innocent and it was fun. And then it turned into something super magical and surprising. It was like, wait a second, this is really working, and right. I do not feel threatened by you, and vice versa. You know, we're allowed to tell each other the the whole truth, no, because we know that it's not coming from an egotistical place. It's coming from a look. This is how I really feel. I'm not saying this for any other reason. I'm not saying this to be above you. I'm saying this because I feel I truly feel passionate in this yeah. arena. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're very. You know. We're, we're very lucky, and I think at the same time, it's very—it's also very challenging, you know. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, it's not because we do roses, do everything like, together, uh -huh. you know, and that's and that's the other side of it. It's like you know, I I just think that, um, it's like how do we how do we how do we keep this thing going, and I don't know. I've just I've grown so much yeah. as a person mm -hmm. by working together mm -hmm. and sharing everything that we share together. Yeah. And uh, it's because we literally married the music. We right. literally That's, committed ourselves to right. it. 
Yeah. So where, you know, if you're acting weird or you're doing something to threaten that music, I'm going to literally kill you. Like, I will, I will destroy you. You know what I mean? Like, anytime either of us is off balance when it comes to the, the music, I guess the, the love child of our partnership, like, one of us is going to come up to bat. One of us is going to put the other in, in their place mm-hmm. and protect the music. Because it's not about me against you. It's about me against anything coming to touch that music. So this is interesting because like what, uh, uh, what, I guess I'm, it's like a two part question. Like what have you learned, uh, I guess being in, in a relationship and working together and what would you like advise for, like what, what are you, what would you, what do you, what would you say are like the key things that make that work Mm. and like the things that like fuck it up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I feel like what y'all have is beautiful, but without that awareness of what can fuck it up, it right. can just turn into an absolute nightmare. Great it's it's time. it's a it's And a, we've been there in that nightmare many times. Yeah. yeah. I think I think our, our collaboration is is an artistic um like it's its own art project in itself <laughs> yeah. in that way. Like, you know, I think a lot of like a lot of our perspective is like it is so difficult. Because she's so amazing on her own, and I can I can do my own thing on my own, and I think that uh, what keeps it together for 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 me is yeah. yeah the fact that we have such shared values and shared purpose. Mm. Right. You know, I think that so many people write music, and 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 but the the intention behind that, and and I think um, the mission of of making this unknown thing that we created together known. Uh, has been such a magical, like, connector. Right. You know, it's been something that, like, and like, and then again, if you just think about it, like in regular relationships, like, you know, what keeps a, a marriage together is is you know a lot of the time, like the 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 children and the family that they they bring into the world, right. um, and or yeah, so what, what what the hell is a commitment at the end of the day? You know, what the hell is a commitment? What are you, what are you promising? And it's like, if you are not committing within yourself, it doesn't give a fuck what you say to the other person. If it's not a commitment within yourself, it does not matter what you say to anybody else. It doesn't matter. Yeah. To come full circle, like what you were saying when we first got in here was like what America was founded on was like big ideals and like almost being completely delusional to be successful. It's like you've committed to delusion. I've committed to delusion. At any given point, we can go work a nine to five. Right, like this is our live life. a normal life. Yeah. And what we've, yeah, like what we've, you know, realized is like it's just not everybody else's. Like we're willing to die for this music. Yeah. You know, we're willing to to sacrifice all the other things that yeah. you know we could have in our life uh, to take this journey together. Yeah, and I think it, it's it's amazing to do that with somebody. It's absolutely like we are so blessed to not be alone in that. Right. Mm-hmm. And also not cling to each other. Like right. it's it's such a uh, interesting dynamic. Right. Of to, like to really answer your question. Yeah. Sorry again. No, please cut me off. I <laughs> I, I talk too much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, to answer your question, like what makes it work is there has to be such a level of trust between the two people, 
And we have tested those limits of trust because the entire time that this relationship has existed from its from its core, we've been testing each other's trust. We've been testing each other to see and can other things I actually, have been testing, you know, you know, yeah. can I actually trust this person? Like the amount of experiences that we've experienced, where there were times where like he broke my trust, and I would put, I would call it out, be like, "Yo, why did you say this? Why did you do that?" You know, and vice versa. You're not the only person who's done that, but um, because there's that a the initial respect that we have for each other, I get to say that. I can say, hey, why did you just say that? Do you understand in the in the long-term situation, if that's the road we're going to go down, this partnership will not last. You know what I mean? There has to be serious trust, and we have to be each other's number one, like, number one person that we protect because what we're protecting ourselves at the end of the day. We decided on this partnership. Right, and the mu- and the music that we've, we've mm-hmm. you know, created yeah. together and create together, it's it's... It's very interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting and and fruitful mm-hmm. and difficult. Big time. You it, know. And to answer your other question, what hurts it, based on difficulty, what you just said, um, are outside parties. So it's a, a really really easy for two people if you put them in the room in a room in a studio and you give them COVID and nothing to do, they're gonna write music all day and they're gonna be the happiest versions of themselves if that's what they so wish to do, which is what. Right. makes yeah. both of us tick, right? right. We yeah. like we like to be in the room. We like to be creative, creating all the time. That's what I was doing before I met you. That's what you were right. doing before you met me. So that's easy. But when you bring other people into the situation, when you have this person, this person, this person, and you think that those people have some kind of a, a pull or they're going to be able to move the needle for you in some form or fashion, and you open the door, come on in, come see our life, come see how we operate. And then you go get lunch with those people and, oh, Lindsay can't make it to lunch today. I can't tell you the amount of times that, that people, whether with him alone or with me alone, have said something that would try to create some kind of a wall between TJ and I. And it's creepy. We were talking about this the other day. It's like, there, what would hurt this? other people, other perspectives, not staying true to the initial agreement that we have, mm. you know, not staying true to that initial delusion that we decided upon together um, and the experiences that we've experienced together. It's like, not to say, fuck everybody else, no, you can't have an opinion. No, but it's being aware that like people, it makes people uncomfortable to see something work when it usually doesn't mm. 99% of the time. Are the, do you, Is this like more like, like when people whatever whether whatever they say or do is this like i'm guessing it's both but is it like more on like a personal level or more like 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 trying to give like professional advice or, yeah, but both, it, yeah but it but it is but both it is both you're right definitely there's like an emotional aspect but there's also like a business aspect yeah. that has come into play many times you know like one guy in particular has has had both of us on our own before and told us both the exact same thing yeah, like, oh, you'd be so much better on your own, or oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It's let like, me let me help been... you build your own thing. What do you you know, this can't be <laughs> this can't be a package deal if I walk you into so and so, you know, I'm walking you in. Meanwhile, why are you saying that to two people who literally spend every waking moment together? Like yeah. and I got a mouth like a like a like something. I don't know, find yeah. an out an analogy, but my mouth is open and I'm i I'm every detail of my life is being spoken to this man. So it's like I have no problem being like, hey, so-and-so said this today, so 
I'm not really going to go ever talk to that person again. You know, that's a threat. That's a threat to the ecosystem that he and I have and the trust that I have with him and the respect that I have for him and vice versa. It's like, but it is crazy how many people are uncomfortable. It's a reason why bands break up in general, right? Like, like ego, like you don't see as many green days today or any, you know, as many bands because cold plays, cold play. Like you don't see, and I'm sure, you know, it's out there, but you know, I think, we live in this age of me, 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 individuality. Mm-hmm. I'm the star. I want to do everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's what inspires me tremendously about what we're doing is like, yeah, it's a fuck you to all that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I yeah, don't want like, to do it on my own. Like, you I don't know, want to. yeah, everyone. It's more fun with you. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Well, it's right. more fun. Totally. And that's what was cool too is like, we kind of made that decision. Like, you know, right. you are doing it on your own. I was doing it on our own. Then we started, you know, making all this music together and spending all this time together. And it was like, wow, like this is, this is harmony. Yeah. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. The and reality yeah. we were doing it on our own is because we didn't have, I mean, what is the likelihood there's going to be a partnership just sitting around? No, we that weren't looking for it. No we ego, yeah, right. easy. The art is great. I mean, like... It's its own... And, and to me, it's its own form of, like, punk to, like, the... Like, it's its own fuck you to, like, the the dating culture today, too. Like, mm. this whole idea that man and woman can't get along... Seriously. Can't do anything together. It's one hundred percent right, you know, yeah. and a hundred percent wrong. Right, yeah. Yeah. because if you if if we did have like a camera crew following us around all day, you would see a hundred percent of both sides of that story. You would, right? But and that's, that's why yeah. it works, though. We yeah. literally exercise the full spectrum so that we can always find balance in the in the middle. You know, if if it's always like if it's always perfect, it's uh, it's gonna swing the other way eventually right. and you're going right. to be like, "Oh my god, this is so uncomfortable. Bye." <laughs> um and if it's always terrible, you're waiting for something wonderful to happen. You're waiting for that good feeling, good vibe to come and it comes every once in a while. Eventually you get burned out. You're like, "Eh, no." Nah. We get we 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 hit both sides of the spectrum all day every day. We are 100% authentic in our reactions in our humanity and like the way that we carry ourselves like we are like two children in a room just letting it fly yeah and it's just led to so much growth and i think like again like as an artist you know or a human being like you know i don't know growth is like the goal a little bit you know and i think that there is nothing more that's gonna make you grow more than a real relationship with somebody mm-hmm. where you're actually committed and yeah. you know I you're think being held accountable every single day every moment you're being held both accountable. in business but and, there's and also life grace and, you know yeah you know? and like, I, yeah it's just we've been mirrors towards each other in 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 life and business and art you know yeah. and i think like that's that's the thing it's like it's just been such a like uh it's its own like experiment it is because it's like damn like, we wouldn't have known this like I could tell you, I could give you plenty of things that would probably make it easier to, if you're, if you're looking to have a partnership like this, I could give you plenty of things that would have made our situation easier. But then I'm like, would it have worked out had we did it any other way than Mm. the way that we did it? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But whatever we did do, it works. You know, whatever, like we, we found something that really works. And a lot of it's, yeah, a lot of it is, I I think, individuality and and respect, like, you Mm -hmm. know, um, yeah, ego and insecurity, I think, you know, is the death of relationships mm-hmm. at the right. end of the day, whether that be business relationships, marriages, bands, whatever it is. Right. You know, um, the lack of communication. And, and that's, yeah, yeah, it's just been so, like, 
Like I thought this was going to be so easy when we did this, and then you get humbled, you know, and then you, and from that you learn. It's like the hardest become, thing of all time. You become this a better been the communicator. Hardest thing ever. Yeah, like I've told him totally. so many times. I'm like, dude, if it weren't for the music, you ain't, you would have never seen me again. Like no, I hear you. two years ago, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Like we we have such honesty with each other. Probably I'm way too brutal with my honesty. Whatever, it's all right. But, but it's um, okay because that's like I love that like that's the thing and that's why like it's I mean I don't love it in the moment and, you know at all I, no one would but when you look back it. on it I don't it, mean it either but it's like you know you could you could be in a situation and I think a lot of people especially in today's society yeah it's so easy to surround yourself with yes men and be in a, a comfortable relationship you know uh but where, the turnover rate is crazy. Right, you totally. You'd be doing that over and over and over again, and you're always chasing dopamine, and you're not, you know. Right. That's great for a while, but then you, you find yourself in a cycle of like, how many people have I gone through? How many, how many partnerships and friendships and like, relationships have I gone through that like, what if I had just put my ego down? And again, it's a two way street. It takes two egos to be put down. For this to work um and shared purpose i yeah. truly believe that like you know i think like if and and like even like looking at my parents or, or looking at yeah certain business relationships that that mm -hmm. didn't work out it's always like one person you know sees the world a little differently or wants something differently out That's of life so true. and yeah. like you know again i think you know the fact that we're both on this mission to 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 bring this truth right that we have kind of conjured from the the ethos to be known i right. mean that's really what what you know get, keeps me going and i'm willing to change the name of the band or i'm willing to you know uh live together and build everything like you know in 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 pursuit of mm -hmm. uh something bigger than us yeah you know and again i think it, it like goes back to like why marriage in general you know we're not married but you know like <laughs> we're married to this music and this mission and I think it feels people, like we're married. Yeah, My exactly. God. Well, but people, people have lost sight of that yeah. tremendously, you know. Um, and yeah, it's like, oh, we have a fight. Okay, peace. Like, I'm gonna go now. Swipe left again and find someone else to hang but out but with. Meanwhile, you know? that's just that's just self abuse at the end of the day. It is not, because you're not you're, you're not, not gonna end up feeling good about that. Yeah. Like, and growing, and you're yeah. not ever gonna see the parts of yourself that you don't like. There's so many parts of myself that she sees that I don't want to see mm. and it being in a relationship with someone else and like working with someone else that close, like you're exposed to parts of yourself where you're like, Oh man, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like that part of myself. And it gives you the opportunity that, and, and people, I think people hit this crossroad in relationships with people where like this other person is exposing an insecurity, mm. right? Like, like so, by yeah. them being so big in a certain way, it's exposing something in you and a lot of people just close the door on that and don't want to deal with that instead of stepping into that. And it's, it's just a tool. I think it's such, like a relationship is such an artist's tool mm. to grow as an individual and to find truth, mm. you know? And like, I don't know. I think like, yeah, there's, <clears throat> it happens almost every day, but like, <laughs> it literally where, does happen where every day. I make her uncomfortable about something or she makes me uncomfortable about something yeah. and we're like triggered Right, but then you have to kind of like decide, like, am I going to give in to that trigger, or am I going to like take a step back and like, you know, is there something that is being revealed to me right now right. that my ego could be like, you know, fuck you, fuck this, I'm done, like, 
it's yeah. it's easy to be over here, you know. We're we're but, big on communication, which is the like, trust. That's where because then you're you're trusting this other person that they're not gaslighting you and they're not lying and they're to not you. taking yeah. advantage of you and they're right. not abusing you. It's like at the end of the day, yeah. you have to be able to look someone in the face and a assume you know they're innocent until proven guilty. So like yeah. Also, you should just understand if you're going to spend every waking moment with someone, they're going to irritate the shit out of you. Duh. I mean, it's just going to happen. I irritate the shit out of myself spending time with myself. So like right, um right, right. you know what I mean? It's like it just comes with the territory, but it's so deep. It's so <laughs> it's just and I'm, you know, I'm I'm sure we've spoken for like 3 hours already. We could probably speak for six more, but you know, I think it's so deep in that like the ultimate power in life I think is to be alone and be comfortable with being alone, right? And 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 love yourself. But then it's like the choice to not be alone, even though that's like you're so comfortable being alone, but it's not we're not meant to be alone, you know? And I think like again, like as as people, we live in such an individualistic To each their own too, you totally, know. To each totally, their own, but Totally. You know what's so cool about this? I think uh, uh, like Gen Z and millennials and shit at this point are so used to. Uh, there's always some like, you know, like nerdy white guy going up to uh, random people and stopping them, asking them questions. Like, right. like find like an old couple and be like, yeah. "Oh, you know, you guys, uh, uh, how long have you been together?" And, and you know, some like investment bankers goes like, "35 years." <laughs> and uh, he, and then like the guy, like the kid behind the camera is like, "Oh, you know, what's the secret to uh, staying together? Like, what's this and that?" And I think we're so used to seeing there's beauty in that, but we're so used to seeing it from old people that we actually think that that's like uh, that whole concept is a thing of the past. Of the past. Exactly. And that's yeah. that's so like there's beauty it's in it but it's art. also kind of dangerous right. in the sense that it feels like you have to hear somebody right. that's like in their fucking 80s to like get a sense of like to like feel love in the world yeah. which is kind of crazy. So I think um, the, the, the rare thing about just like listening to you guys talk now is that like <laughs> it's proof that you don't have to be like you don't have to be like on your fourth marriage in 85 to like get the bigger picture right like you guys are like fucking right. like proof of like that that's, well and that's i guess you know from, from an artist perspective like that's i think you know what we want to show like yeah. we, you know we, we yeah. want you know uh we want to bring hope to people like you know and and the truth is it's yeah it's a if, happy if, accident <laughs> of our partnership it really is right, because yeah. the world does need that you're right, right the world right. does need young examples of commitment and you know right. i i i can sound like a hypocrite i'm sure i got married when i'm 22 years old and i've always been an extremely loyal person commitment to me and like having this a loyalty to someone has always been extremely important to me and i've always been very choosy in who i select as that person um but the reality is why did my marriage fall through because what you said earlier it was two people you know a super young super naive but B, it was two people with two different outlooks on life, two mm. different perspectives and two different ideals of where they wanted to be and what they wanted to do with their time. And that was not, I mean, at, as a young 20, 21 year old, it's not, that's not the conversation we're having. It's not like, it's not like I knew who I was going to be at this point in my life. It's not like I, um, it's not like he did either. You know, it's not like we were having such deep conversations like this, right, um, right. you know, but if, if one person wants to just have kids, work, retire. And the other person wants to literally like do something completely 
to most people delusional and insane, yeah. right. it's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. And that's eventually what happened. It's like, why does this work? Why does this work with TJ? Because, because yeah, we have that shared vision. It's like, Which I'm going to so, be doing yeah. this without you. Yeah. So if I'm going to be doing this without you, My I could do it with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And also it's so, I think it's so profound. Like what makes me so like, Again, it's just so like uh, artistically fascinating to me because like she comes from Texas, I come from New York. It's completely two different worlds, yep. completely different experiences, mm -hmm. and yet for some reason we share such the same uh, values and mm -hmm. perspective and mission, um, and that's just been always so inspiring to me too. It's like that. How do we come from such different worlds? And 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 again, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's just an example for people in general. Like, and I think you know, art should be that. Art should be right. a reflection, you know, of of like the highest truth, you know. And I I think you know, um, that's what we're just always striving for. Is like, how do we bring hope, uh, and you know, bring the highest truth into form mm -hmm. in a in a world that you know, increasingly day by day, um, is you know, just losing itself in, in narciss narcissism and, and, and ego and, and delusion, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, we just want to be a part of the solution, uh, no matter how, uh, difficult or, or, you know, um, that's, that's the good part is sharing the honesty that it is difficult at the end of the day. Get used to it. Like right. it's all right. Relationship, Things can be hard. No matter what, you know, at don't what run level. away from something that's well, the, difficult. The biggest, I think right. the biggest difference in, in what I'm hearing from, uh, you guys uh, in comparison to just most people um, it's like uh, I love people that fundamentally understand that like to some degree that like suffering is like there a part of life yes right. and um, life is hard it's I, I guess is that irony it, it's like it's hard life is so much harder if you can't accept that life is hard exactly <laughs> yeah it it's is fucked up. it like, is but it's true like if mm -hmm. it's you become so pessimistic yeah. Yeah. every time something naturally occurs yeah. because like you said, life is hard. Yeah. You can't, you're not going to walk on this earth and not have a heartbreak. Yeah. You're not going to walk on this earth and not feel loss or pain. Right. Like, there's people, no, yeah. there's no avoiding it. And so. there's a fear of suffering that mm -hmm. that's probably like yeah. one of the, like if there's like seven deadly sins of parenting, yeah. one of them for sure yeah. is telling your kid that like, you're supposed to be happy right. or chasing, yeah. Chasing yeah. happiness. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like, Self-satisfaction. Right. You're not always going to make it, man. You didn't make the team. Sorry. You know? Right. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird that, like, I don't, I don't know, like, why, like, to some people, um, the idea that you have to, like, earn your happiness by, like, mm -hmm. like is, like, a taboo or crazy thing to think. Because, like, I, I, earning your happiness means, like, uh, uh, getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. the, like, you, you, there's, like, a like a passage you have to go through self-discovery right uh experiences and stuff and then and then you'll get there like that that's it's actually so much more like relieving than like m you know thinking that happiness is this thing that like is like a wind that blows by that like, right. hopefully you right. smell it and it like comes to you right and, and like, anything right. else yeah. i need to avoid yeah right, right? and like yeah. people and even in even in relationships again like whether it be business relationships or or you know romantic relationships people chase comfort and and happiness mm -hmm. and the moment it gets uncomfortable they think it's not right for them right. 
And meanwhile, the moment it gets uncomfortable is a moment for growth. It you is. know, and it's really it's it's just a reflection of what do you choose? What do you choose in life? Do you choose growth, or you know, do you choose complacency? And I think there's you know a, there's a very la- there's a big void yeah. in chasing happiness and like it, it's all you know, it, it's all reflecting of like the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that I think that. Um, the truest sign of like mental health is to be able to be completely alone. Nothing, you know, you should be able to sit there with yourself and not question your value. You know what I'm saying? And too many of us are like questioning our value based on our finances, our job, our social media, our relationship. Am I in a relationship? Am I not in a relationship? Am I divorced? And I, you know, um, at the end of the day, you need to be able to sit with yourself uh, that's like the only way you can protect yourself from from chasing addiction in the form of comfort. You know, it's like and have healthy relationships because I think mm-hmm. the only reason why people don't have healthy relationships is because of their relationship with themselves. Right. Right. It's people a, expect I like people push I each other away and, and fulfill you know, me. Right. Yeah. That's not fair to you. No, it's definitely yeah. not fair to me. Considering I'm so delusional that like I can't I can't fulfill myself. I expect this other person to somehow find that magic wand and wave me to self-satisfaction. It's like, that's extremely unfair on both mm-hmm. ends. You know what I mean? So I think, I think a lot of times people are under the assumption that a relationship is going to save them. Like you said, it's going to be just a wind that comes by and makes them magically happy. Well, that's yeah. not how it works at all. It's yeah. absolutely not how or, it works. Or, yeah, pursuing a, a, a career as an artist or, mm-hmm. or a, a, you know, creating a podcast is going to be sunshine and roses. Like, yeah. you know, it's like... It's it's just the 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 balance of of life and the you know if you don't embrace it, mm-hmm. if you embrace it, I think there's such beauty on the other side. Like, you know, we have pleasure because we have pain and and but yeah, like I think you know we're we're growing up in a society that um, is teaching and training people to avoid that right. because you can get a dopamine hit over here right. yeah. and over here right. and over here. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, I think that yeah, there's there's the that void in people and that lack of purpose, um, because there's a lack of suffering. Right. You know, mm. and if you can control your suffering, like like life is gonna make you suffer no matter what. <laughs> so I always think like as an art again, like art being an artist for me is like being an artist in life, like creating your life. You know, like the podcast you make or the music you make is kind of just a, a result of how you are an artist in your life. And I think like yeah. Uh, if you're aware of how suffering is important, you can kind of control that suffering yeah. a little bit versus if you're avoiding it, it's going to come in a, in a, in a way uh, that you have no control over mm-hmm. and uh, which will happen regardless anyway. Right. But, you know, it's like, I don't know, there's there's a sense of uh, like artistic freedom from the perspective, no, like knowing that suffering is part of life and like uh, love and beauty comes out of that. Right uncomfortability, you know, and like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just always chasing things in life that put you in that place of like, you're forced to grow or die. Mm -hmm. You're forced to perform or not. You got to let go. Like even being on stage, like that's what performing is. It's Mm -hmm. like, you're up there and you're like, oh shit, I put myself in this position. It's either I rise to the occasion or I don't, you know? And I think, yeah, like being, like putting yourself in a, in a close business relationship with somebody else where you're sharing vision or a romantic relationship with someone else where you're, where you're sharing your, 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 a part of yourself. Like 
you know, you're, you're putting yourself on that stage. It's like, it's either I'm going to go through this uncomfortability or I'm, I'm going to, to die, you know, um, in that. So I don't know. It's like people growth is on the other side of suffering and, and, and uncomfortability, you know, and so is love and beauty and, and, and everything. And yeah, like when, you know, you grow up in a society, uh, where everything's about pleasure and happiness and comfort, very, very yeah. dangerous, you know, it's a very dangerous path. Damn, you had to, you had to bring up suffering. You <laughs> had to bring it up because it's like this, this, the, one of my favorite conversations, like. It's even what religions are based, you know, a lot of religious teachings are based. That is the, the, the essential, you know, uh, like foundation of the Jesus story. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't, I cut you off. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's fine. I have to pee so bad. Um, so I'm suffering right now. (laughs) Wait till you pee though. It's going to be like, you know, the best. And then I'm going to be so grateful for my empty bladder that I take advantage of all the time. Um, it'll, it'll suffering when you're presented with suffering, it, it gives you basically it either you are a victor or you become a victim. So you get to, you get to really figure out who the heck you are when, when something, um, surprising happens to you. It's like, you can either become that you can allow it to consume you you can you can be like oh my god i don't deserve this why does this happen to me or you can just wake up and be like this happens this shit just happens to people Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who it is like you know i one time i was riding my bike and a bird shit on my head how does that happen am i gonna sit there and be like i'm cursed for the rest of my life that's the last time a bird shit on me okay i was like 12 okay (laughs) granted he had some serious aim like i'm on a bike yeah. But anyway, um, I think I think that you know suffering is what makes or breaks human beings. Yeah, and it's probably it's a, a choice yeah. how you how you react to that yeah. suffering. Now, if you're in a position where it's like I didn't sign up for this, this is a, I'm not blanket statement statementing um, people who are actually growing up in like we were talking about earlier poverty. That's that's not that's not sinful. That's yeah. not I'm not going to blame those people. That's like a systemic issue. But like random shit. Mm-hmm. You got you got hit with this bill you weren't expecting. Don't mm-hmm. don't cry about it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you? I just yeah. I've learned a lot about suffering the past two years. Like, um, it's coming. It's coming almost. What day is it right now? January fifth. I think so. Twenty twenty fourth. Yeah. Okay, so two years ago tomorrow was I went to the hospital, leg full of blood clots. What the hell? Mm. You know, can't walk. Um, and it was so surprising, so random. Like we went on a trip to New York, like we usually do uh, around Christmas time. Come back, leg swollen, not really feeling good. Um, I'm on some medication because I have this cough from whatever. And then I have this like se- severe pain happen in my calf, and like can't walk anymore. Go buy some crutches, crutching around. I'm like, I don't know, maybe I pulled a muscle. I something happened. Go to the hospital. Yo, you're about to die. You know, they're wheeling me around in a wheelchair. They're doing CT scans on my head, my, my chest. Like I'm on blood thinners for 65 year olds and up and up. Like I'm on $800 worth of blood thinners every month. And there was such an obvious voice in my head every day that I was battling. It was like, let's give into this. Let's let this define us. Meanwhile, Mm. it's so it's so ironic because I, I always think the start of a new year is like, it's so spiritually, 
it's such an important time. And like, it's funny because that was the first time that I like was like, oh, this is my year. You know, I've never been that person. It's like, oh, this is my year. It's like every year is my year. Motherfucker. I'm every year is my year. I don't have to declare it. But for some reason, two years ago, I declared it. I put I put this like background on my phone. It was like, this is your time or something like that. And do you know how like insulting it was to open my phone now that I can't walk and I have a wheelchair and it said the time your time is now. It's like I was so mad. I was so angry like at my situation that there were so many times that like, yeah, I wanted to give into it. And that voice was so loud, but it's not about being a it's not about being a hero either. It's like, okay, shit happens to people. Okay, random people get hit by buses in the street. They're completely innocent. It's not their fault. Like. People get shit on by birds. It happens. Like, yeah. you know, it's not about becoming like a martyr for it. It's about just being, it's a, It's about not becoming a victim, yeah. you know? And too mm. many people yeah. become victims to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't serve them, you know? Now, I know we'll uh, um, uh, wrap up here in a, in a sec, but uh, what I want to say to that, um. Because I was having, actually having a, a phone call with somebody, uh, and uh, whatever we were we were talking about um, brought me to say something to them that I felt like they needed to hear. Here, yeah, and what and, and it's relevant to this, but um, uh, unfortunately, something might not be your fault, mm-hmm. but it is your problem. Mm. and a lot of people do not fucking understand that right or what they maybe they do they just want to accept it right but like most of the things that are your problems probably isn't your fault right yet you still have to fucking deal with them. yeah well and that's where that's that's really good it's and it's deep because we live in this half-truth world Mm. where people have forgotten that there is still truth and untruth Mm -hmm. like and and we're just so detached from it in America, you know. They're, the kids in Gaza aren't, aren't, you know, detached from it, yeah. or, or you know, right. the kid growing up in the Congo or, or wherever, you know, like you said, you know, they're dealing with reality, mm-hmm. yeah. and we are so detached from reality yeah. yes. that we actually need to find ways to come back down <laughs> to earth, <laughs> you know. And I yeah. think that's what we're dealing with as a society is like we are just so disconnected from the truth yeah it's a privilege uh to be in a position where you get to realize that you need to humble yourself instead of being humbled like that like that in itself is a is a privilege well right and that's and i guess that goes back to like being the creator a little bit like it's such a privilege to be able to create the suffering you know at least you know even waking up at 4 a.m in the morning or whatever and going to the gym that little you know, amount of suffering that you create, like you said, is such a privilege. And it is almost like a, a ritual to the universe a little bit mm-hmm. in understanding that it's a, it's a part of the love. It's a part of the the alchemy, you know, of, of being a human. Um, but don't be a martyr for it. Right. Don't yeah. be a freaking martyr or a, for it. And don't be a victim, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think that's, it is, like, like you said too, like even going back to the, you know, the political movements in this country, um, you know, anything that champions victimhood uh, is really the the worst virus that can ever, you know, right. plague mm-hmm. our, our consciousness. Right. And again, in terms of being part of the solution as artists, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think it's just, it's 
what yeah what drives me again is like how do I and how do we leave something on this earth and and live in in the truth of inspiring people to listen to the other voice mm-hmm. right. inside of them and you know, you on, know? on that yeah um, uh, when you make it to that other side and you work past your problems and you you get to that I feel like it's also important to uh, not look down on those who maybe didn't have your strength mm-hmm. to like get past their obstacles. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Cause that, I mean, you know, maybe that's, that's relevant to a smaller group of people, but it's really easy to, um, cause I, I like that you guys look at yourselves as, uh, leaders and bringing in hope. Instead of saying like, oh, we're above this and like just fuck everybody. I right. think right. I think right. looking at yourselves as like like you are inspired to inspire mm-hmm. is is because uh, a lot of people I think um the more you work past and the more you go up in your life, you, you almost kind of have like this anger towards other people who aren't able to do that for themselves. Right. Right. But right. I think to like continue going up in life and then turn that into this energy where you want to inspire other people to do the same is uh, extremely, it's extremely admirable. Yeah. So I, I think the fact that that's one of you guys like core goals is so, um, yeah, it is really inspiring. I think it's, Thank it's you, fun. Brother. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. The, the fact that your goal is to inspire is inspiring. Like that—that's <laughs> crazy. Well, <laughs> and that's like, yeah. it, 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 and and going back to like you know spreading a, a like a virus. Like that's that's you know hopefully like it. Yeah, like the whole idea is to like inspire you and inspire right. you know with with that perspective. And I, I also just think too, it's like to not to like disconnect yourself from the collective is the complete opposite of, of being an artist. And okay. I think, you know, like even, again, going back to like the transition from Mercury and the Architects to Pixie Punk, like just the more that we grow as artists and the more disconnected culture becomes, mm-hmm. the more I just, the reason why I even got into this was to connect with people, right. you know, and, and, and to connect with the, the homeless man in the corner and, and the, the, the guy that's working on Wall Street, you know, right. and, I, and I think um, trying to reveal that these two people are dealing with the same things and the same struggles in completely different ways um, and and wanting to to just connect with with human beings in general right. I think is, is yeah something that social media and everything like should be enhancing and and it and it is the the path of the artist um, whereas yeah we're living in a world that is that is you know, pulling people apart like right. that. Like you said, the higher people climbing, the less they're they're in the streets and and, and the less connected they are to, right. to people's... And that's what we're really dealing with in politics is that these people are so uh, flying... Yeah, just yeah. flying private jets and, and, and they, have, they haven't worried about their electric bill, you know, maybe in three generations, yeah. some right. of them, you know? So, so I don't know. I think, again, it's like this whole, like, like a lot of like hip hop culture and 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 rock, even rock and roll culture like this whole idea of like this person being up here um it completely contradicts what you know being being an artist really is yeah. which is you know reflecting the common thread between everybody yeah right. i think you i know? think you guys are coming in at a uh 
at a really like this rebirth that you guys have is is I think it's happening at a really really good time because I think that uh, with shit like AI and mm-hmm. just the direction we're moving on, uh, uh, into overall, unfortunately, yeah, fortunate for you guys, I think that in the next few years, sooner than people think, there's gonna be like a craving for like human right. authenticity, right? In a way that like once once most of Gen Z is like are like all adults Mm -hmm. and there's like an older crop of Gen Z, the way that we're seeing this older crop of millennials and like the effects of things, like what's happened to them on a generational level. I think once we see what this modern shit, the type of people it's created, Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be such a strong revolt against that and a desire for like, the basics in a way that groups like yourselves that are that are aware of that need, I think you guys are gonna like obviously your efforts are gonna be largely what gets you to where you're going. But like not only that, I I I I think you guys are coming in. I think you guys and who you are is gonna be so you're going to be so aided by being here at the right time. Yeah. I love that. I really do hope yeah. we're a part of the antidote. I oh, do. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just being, you know, I think, yeah, like, the antidote, like, that, like being a vessel, you know, I think, again, it's like, I know, we share very similar philosophies in terms of what the role of the artist is mm-hmm. in the time. And it's been so corrupted by, you know, just the entertainment industry in general and, like, yeah, we just want to be vessels mm-hmm. for what, for the truth, yeah, and for God and for the universe uh, to work through. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, our our gift is music. You know, we hope to that. You know, on your podcast, you're doing it. You know, we 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 watch what you're doing. And and again, these are the conversations that are also part of the solution. You know, and like having all different types of people on. And and again, I think it's it's. Like you're saying, I mean, you know, this mindset in our generation, uh, there's a big purpose, you know, and we might not see it yet, uh, but there, there is, you know, uh, this next decade is, is going to be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, like, like we, you know, you said, you know, all we want to do um, is be a part of the solution um, and do everything we can to just, you know, provide a little hope in the madness and a little wisdom in the madness. Right. Um, and, because, uh, yeah, man, it gets me, I mean, it gets me kind of choked up. Like, like you know, everybody is a human and everybody is, is dealing with what we're talking about. And, like, the problems haven't, we haven't seen the result yet of the society that we have created. Yeah. Right? Like the results will be felt. But what we have seen yeah. is terrifying. Yeah, the right. the, the dis yeah. I don't I think people are are uh downplaying mm-hmm. the dysfunction yeah. that there's like you know and I I, <laughs> I won't I won't get too deep into it, but there's like there are like critical stages 
like whatever like the ingredients are for like creating functional adults mm -hmm. um and not at the <laughs> exactly. fault at like gen z but like yeah. they are we well i would say i guess we because i'm i'm uh, apparently i'm like the first year of gen z okay right yeah um so uh yeah we are missing a lot of yeah. fucking ingredients yeah right um, and and, yeah. and like you said it yeah. hasn't been long enough to really you know see the results and hopefully look hopefully you know it's Humans have been through crazy things, you know, hopefully we're able to just adapt and, and grow out of this, you know, but like you said, I don't think people are underestimating the effects of, of even you saw the social dilemma, like, you know, the effects of just social media has had in the past 10 years mm -hmm. on old, like, I can't imagine being a kid growing up yeah. 10 years old, mm -hmm. like being a kid, think about how hard high school was before Instagram. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, man, if you don't have 10,000 followers, you're a loser. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, you're if, already if, getting bullied and now you're, you know, like we talked about earlier, it's, it's tremendously sad. And yeah. so, yeah, there is, this is a call for people like the people in the middle, the people that are just your average Joes that are working really hard that give a shit about humanity. Like open your freaking mouth, right? start exactly. being, start being somebody, you know, what is an influencer? We just watched this thing last night. Like we said, like an influencer is somebody who presents a lifestyle that looks enticing, right? So it's like be enticing, be inspiring, be somebody, show a different way. Because the reality is the majority of these people out here are completely like, I'm not, I'm not calling them vapid, but like they're... <laughs> There's so little passion. There's so little, there's so little like um, that human that like you need to have deep conversations, real conversations. Let's yeah, stop yeah. talking about bullshit shoes. Let's stop talking about bullshit. Um, I don't know anything like um, we need to start talking about the fact that they're seven year old little girls. Like I'm so worried about little girls like we need having to start bad talking. role models. Right. And that's yeah. and that's really like what this project to me and to us is is really all about is is call, calling the people that are silent to forward. step up, yeah. forward, giving them a voice yeah. through this music right. um, in hopes that, especially this year, like like you're saying, you know, now is the time. Right. Now is the time for, for all of these. And, and, and it is so exciting to see people like Cat Williams and, mm -hmm. and Joe Rogan and, and just people in the middle uh, standing up for common sense more, right. you know? Yeah. And, and I think like, like you're saying, like, a seven-year-old girl, their role model is Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, crazy. yeah, like, and, and to think, like, that is how a society is destroyed. Yeah. And, like, you know, again, it's not, we, you know, we're, we're very imperfect humans. We're, we're, we're humans, but we're, but we're humans. And I, and I think also at the same time, people uh, just need to, to, to not accept accept what they're accepting from the people they look up to mm -hmm. you know it's it's our role models are, are the fact that donald trump and kim kardashian are up are, are up here yeah. is such a problem and okay. even what i'm, I'm sorry yeah, no, but, go ahead, go ahead. but what you're saying about when you're in college right and how you know people didn't like the the leaders of the the organization i think that is the biggest problem that we're facing right now right. in humanity right. it's not the tools it's not this it's not it's the fact that the leaders that we've chosen are not the leaders mm -hmm. and right. the real leaders don't have a voice yeah. and they don't have any just ground to stand on and they're not being courageous enough, including yeah. us. And that has been, 
You know, again, right. a big part, like we've felt so censored over the years and if we've had to hide under, we're so you know, all of these the things. Judgment. We're so afraid of being like on an island all by ourselves, yeah. but we're not. There's yeah. a serious. Because we're so privileged, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the other side of it. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're white. We grew up in America. We're, like we're, we're told that our opinion doesn't fucking matter. But the reality is it's like, no, we have such privilege and that privilege needs to be used. Mm correctly yeah. you know and and if if we want to inspire anything it's that you know yeah. it's like you have a million you have 1.5 million followers and you're 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 it's the middle of covid and you're posting about the pool party that you were just at or you know yeah. or just not understanding the responsibility that you have as a leader mm-hmm. right is because they're not leaders yeah so i think that like you said in the next you know uh three to 10 years, we're going to see the rebirth of, of leadership in this right. country yeah. across the board, you yeah. know, um, in all industries and in all facets. And, you know, we're, we're already seeing it. Yeah. So, and I'm just, and I'm very grateful. Yeah. Again, you know, for giving us a voice like this, um, oh, on, on the platform that you have, man. Yeah. And I know you have some really difficult conversations with people on all different sides of the spectrum, you know? And again, I think that is the great work of our times. Like this is the first time in human history that this is, really possible yeah. in, in the way that it is without right. real persecution, without right. re- like the flow of information and ideas and, and vibration and consciousness is more free than it's ever been. Even though it's, it's, it's under such oppression, but it's because we're aware, like mm-hmm. we're, we're so much aware than we've ever been. And we have these amazing tools and these amazing platforms and it's, right. it's time that uh, we take responsibility mm-hmm. and yeah. use them, you know, in, in the way that, that God and the universe uh, has has like bestowed upon us. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's 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 up to us. Right. It's up to our generation. Yeah, seriously. Because if not, we're we're fucked. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like really. I mean, yeah. and that's and that's a tough. It's a it's a really like you know, uh, like I think it's it's very easy to just not care, um, and it's it's easy to just you know worry about your money and 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 you know your world and da da. But like. Yeah, like the world's burning, you know. Like I don't, I don't even know how to speak about uh, what's going on in in Israel and, and Gaza. It's so complicated, you know. I'll uh, I'll uh, sum it up for you and, and yeah. One side. Well, this is one perspective on it. I, I, the the uh, on the politics side, right? Um, uh, Biden in the same week uh, came out and said we stand by Israel uh, and their decisions no matter what. Uh, he also said he also condemned uh, Russia uh, accidentally knocking down a civilian building in Ukraine, um, but also somehow stands by everything Israel does, right. which I think like is like an estimated like eighty percent of civilian buildings have been knocked down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that I mean to sum up how that's going politically, that's basically that. Yeah. So it's so I, yeah. I guess it's so complex. That I hope that it, it, it just makes humanity more empathetic to understanding yeah. like how complex both because both of these sides have so much you know validity in, in their perspective that all it's going to do, I think, is, is open people's eyes to the horrors of war right. um, and hopefully bring people closer together. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the only my only perspective on it is that because to say, oh, this side is correct or this side is correct. Um, 
it's it's just the 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 issue that we have right. as humans this this ideology this dogma so that disconnects us you know yeah, we're so uncomfortable with it, a non a non conclusive like, right. option right yeah. yeah yeah it has to be oh it has to be one or or the other right. like this is going to humble us yeah. this 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 situation unfortunately and and all the people that are suffering god, god bless everybody involved in the conflict and it's not Obviously, it's a terrible thing, but I think long term it will open our eyes and 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 you know hopefully bring us closer together as human beings. Which is I don't know. I think you know that's what God wants. Yeah. You know. Right. So. But yeah, I didn't know. You know, like it's it's. Uh, I didn't know we were we were gonna be uh, talking about all the things that we talked about. Today. I know. <laughs> no, this is this is, uh, this is uh, uh, man. This this is has been an amazing episode, and. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. I mean, uh, I guess to you know, um, uh, conclude here. Um, man, I'm just so glad that you guys are like still a thing. Just like like musically speaking, like, uh, like just you, like brother. that, like yeah, yeah. Like the, just you. the fact that you guys are sitting here today. Not for me, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. And the truth is, you know, that. I I I think uh, we're fine. Like we're really just getting started. Like we finally. Mm -hmm. um, have really grown into ourselves, you know, musically and, and spiritually and uh, even from a business standpoint. So I'm just, I'm really excited for this next year. Uh, we got some amazing music coming out and uh, yeah, thank you so much for having us. And again, you know, what's like, we, we know nothing at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> yeah. like everything we spoke about, you know, nothing. we know, we know nothing, but you know, uh, we are artists and, 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 you know, these, these issues, like the only way we're going to figure them out um, as a society, is 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 it has having freedom to talk about right, freedom it, to man. talk about it, and you know, it's like yeah. we we live in this. Oh well, like you know, you're not an expert, or you're not. A, it's like the, like the the guy on the corner over here, and 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 the person all the way in in power up there. Uh, again, ev everybody has a perspective, you know, and I think it's it's really cool what you're doing that you bring on so many different perspectives, yeah. um, and it's just so important. Uh, to like you said, have people fucking talk. Communication. It's the only yeah. way mm -hmm. that people are going to come closer together. Um, you're big. You're big time doing something, OC. Thank you. By having yeah. people come here and and speak like this. And you guys talk about really complicated stuff, you know. And even today, we're talking about you know again, like we we know nothing, but but hopefully, you know, the the perspective that we share brings a little bit more clarity and unity and, yeah. and hope and to absolutely. somebody else's perspective. Hopefully you, you know? bring us on two years from now, we're even more evolved from where we were today. Right. We're and that's the goal. Yeah. Wise. And you know, we look back at the perspectives we had today and we, we can refine them and shape them again. We don't, it's not like we, right. like you said, we know nothing, we know, we know, we know the very limited perspective that we have, but it's important to share all perspectives so you can see the entire picture. So, absolutely. yeah. And that's how you find the truth. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shit, man. Uh, yeah. Wow. This is uh, this is one of those those episodes, man. Uh, thank you both for for being here. Thank you, brother. Fucking awesome. Thanks, buddy. Fucking, um, and uh, for people listening, uh, I know I say this like every episode. I think I actually mean it this time. If you made it to the end. DM me. I'll, I'll give you $100 just for making Ooh. it to the end here. Because I think, what are we, where are we at? I don't even know. I know it's six, like, six like somewhere, hours around, like, yeah. <laughs> somewhere around three hours. Holy but crap, no, really? But seriously, uh, thank you for, for everyone uh, uh, that's listened. Um, man, 
And uh, you guys, you guys have added to my. I have like a diabolical plan of like uh, having being like the the podcast that has like a bunch of like like twenty years from now, like all these like fucking like heavy hitters in the music industry, and like being that podcast that has like all these like big people's first couple like long form yeah. interviews. I love and shit. it. I love it. Yeah. So, so yeah. this is just, this get is that just collection growing. Part. No, it's real, it's real, but. Um, yeah, it'll be cool to just see how all this uh, comes back into our lives, even like ten years from now. Right. Who knows? So, um, but yeah, thank you everybody, and until the next episode, peace. Bye. Love you, Bella.